387 yards passing, 225 yards rushing, 612 total yards of offense. And the big blue boys, Kentucky Wildcats, still could not beat the Tennessee Volunteers of American football. It's the same result almost every year. It doesn't matter. Earlier before the podcast, Austin asked the question, how the hell did we win that game? And Lacey's response was, because it's Kentucky. Alante Taylor says we don't lose to Kentucky. And Alante Taylor made a massive play to back that up. Tennessee takes out Kentucky 45 to 42 on their home turf. And Kentucky was just Kentucky. That's what Kentucky does. They lose to Tennessee. And there was a moment in that game, guys. Austin, fourth and 24, was it? Mm-hmm. Where I was like, oh, this game's over. And the Kentucky Wildcats convert it. I almost break my TV. I almost break everything around me. And somehow, some way, from the football gods above, the Tennessee Volunteers somehow win that game. Because Hinnon Hooker passed for 316 yards. And, and speaking of the good, the good Lord above, 316, 316 316 yards, the, the Lord's number. And then Hooker threw four, and bang, he comes through, he comes clutch, four touchdowns, zero interceptions, the Vols win, Kentucky, Kentuckys, like they always do. How we feeling? I'm Rainey, your host, alongside Austin and Lacey. It is November the 7th, 2021, another year, another loss for Kentucky. What's going on, guys? Um, I'm feeling pretty good right now. Things tend to be going our way. I don't know how you win that game yesterday. I mean, it is <laughs> they honestly Kentucky played their ass off. I'm gonna be giving that that offense. They they had a great day offensively. They played awesome. I mean, honestly, might have had their best game on offense all year. But guess what? We still come out come out on top. You know why? Because we're the Tennessee Volunteers and we <laughs> own the Kentucky Wildcats. We own the Commonwealth State. They have to go back to their freaking coal mines knowing they blew another opportunity <laughs> to get the win over the team wearing orange and freaking white dancing on their on their logo. That's what that's what I'm no, feeling, man. They they weren't even dancing. They were doing snow angels and it was beautiful. And I <laughs> loved every minute of it. Lacey, how you doing, girl? Oh, I mean, I'm doing good. I mean, we beat it, Tennessee beats the best Kentucky teams that ever existed. It's like death, <laughs> death taxes and Tennessee beating the best Kentucky teams that ever exist. However, I was at work last night watching this game while actively booking people into jail. So it would be, I would be like asking, you know, verifying them, asking them their questions. And then I'd be like, shit. And like, because <laughs> I was mad at our defense. So they'd be like, it was like I had, like I had, like a, like some type of form of Tourette's or something while I was like actively like, being trying to be professional. Then I'd be like, 
shit oh my gosh mm-hmm. what what are you doing and they're like what is up with you but yeah besides that I mean and everybody laughing at me because I was a total disaster of a mess for like three hours but yeah was, I, I was I mean you're right Lacey because <laughs> I, I mean I, I did the same thing and it, it what Austin said earlier before the podcast how the hell did we win that game? If you look I, at the stats, I went back and I looked. I mean, if you take off whose stats are whose and you look at just the stats on on offense and defense, that looks like a game that Kentucky should have won by at least 24, if not more points. Yeah. You, you, I mean, you if take, you look you, at it. Yeah, you take the names off. It is the, insane. You, you take the names off the scorecard. You take the names off the scoreboard. And you're like, how in the world did that other team in orange – beat the the dumb people in blue and it's just it's incredible it's insane, it, it's it, insane. And you know what's even crazier it could have been more lopsided because we had a drive where we had a huge pass that was almost touchdown and then we immediately turned it over on our own 30 and yeah. then we had a drive that ended in our red zone where we missed the field goal so it could be we could have even won that game by more it, oh yeah, we it's, that, it's, it could have been a blowout it could have been because I mean, the biggest flex to me was Heupel using Kentucky's slow-tempo offense against them to keep their offense on the field and wear them out. Yeah. Um, When usually it's the opposite. They use our high-tempo offense to make our defense be out there. But our defense is – I mean, I have a lot of problems with our defense right now. But at the same time, they came up with the the biggest stop when they needed it. Like they did two years ago in – on the grocery store field. And <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm not going to be too hard on them when they came up with the biggest stop of the game. But at the same time, you could tell our defense was at least a lot more if used to being on the field the majority of the time after, since the Alabama game. But I mean, that and Kentucky faking injuries to give the Tennessee uh, defense a break was a weird flex, but I that, mean, listen, that crap that it's, it's legal, but that crap has got to stop. I mean, that is the most ridiculous. It's, it's 40, it's 30 to four degrees outside. You ain't, you're not cramping up. You're not cramping <laughs> no. up. I mean, did you and, see the, the, then before they did it? I mean, it's not even close. Oh it's yeah. So obvious. It was, it was, it was, it was similar to Ole Miss. And I'm sitting there, and then the trainers run up there, like, "Wow, I guess we got to grab his leg and start massaging his calf, dude. Stop it! You, you look stupid. You, you're massaging something that's not even hurt, and you just you just look dumb. I mean, they're like they just run out there and just grab the leg immediately and start freaking molesting the leg. I'm just like, dude, just stop. It's it's, it's the most annoying thing in the world. Just they've got to make a rule. And once and I tweeted this out last night. Once they make the rule to where they can't do that anymore. People that play Tennessee are screwed. Yeah. They're screwed. Yeah. Man, sometimes uh, – did you know it's not Jacob Warren touchdown? Uh, they were showing the replay of the play before, and we were scoring already in the, uh, in like, the little extra box. <laughs> it, it, I mean, they literally can't show you the replay of the play before by the time we're scoring on the next play. It's insane how fast <laughs> oh, we oh, run. Oh, it's, yeah. No, like I, know exactly, ever seen. I know exactly what you're talking about because I um, – for the people that follow uh, – follow us out there on our account i like to record the tv because you can't really post you know stuff from the actual network because 
of certain things or certain rules or whatever, but like I'll, I'll, I'll record the TV and post a play. And I couldn't even post that play because the TV that they actually scored on was like up in the right hand corner while the massive display was doing the replay. And you have yeah, no just, time to actually look at the dead gum play because the replay is still going on because we're moving so fast. It's a, it's something like you never seen before, man. But it works. It works. Can't have that many that many complaints about it if it works, man. Touché, and touché. almost, I don't think I don't think our defense was that winded, crazy enough, because you know they were getting breaks in between each play, and they weren't having to run the whole field like Kentucky Kentucky's players were. That's, I mean, what I was, that's what I was saying is that, yeah, our defense struggled, but I think that was more so of them having that, like, mobile – I think we just struggle against more mobile quarterbacks than non than ones that are not necessarily as mobile. And it had nothing really to do with them being winded, more so of just struggling on that, the mobile quarterback front. But, um, yeah, I just thought it was hilarious how Mark Stoops was trying to use things against us, which – turned around to be work in our favor it just just shows that Kentucky's going to Kentucky and that yeah they beat us last year but that was 110 percent entirely on Jeremy the fraud Pruitt and Garantano thrown for 88 yards and two interceptions immediately so um, which, which brings up a good point of gosh I love Hendon Hooker I just I, I was love, a, I love Hendon Hooker. Was about to say that Lacey. No, got all to give heroes wear capes. Yes, and we have to give so that guy, and I have to give credit I've, to Austin. Okay, Austin was so high on Hendon Hooker, and I kind of bashed him for it when he came in because I watched him at Virginia Tech, and I was like, he's okay, he's fine, whatever. But, again, Austin says that Heupel is a quarterback whisperer before he comes in. Everyone's kind of giving him crap on Twitter. You can go back and find it somehow. But everyone's like, dude, you're just getting ahead of yourself. You're getting too excited. I was one of them. Austin called it. He said he's a quarterback whisperer. Hendon Hooker reminds him of Josh Dobbs. He runs like Josh Dobbs. So, I'm giving you credit, Austin. I'm giving you credit. Thank you. Yeah, but you does that not get called it? I mean, he yeah, he called it, okay? He called it. And I give him credit on that. But he also said that Josh Heupel was the next Dan Mullen, and let's see how that's working out. Well, no. Okay, I'm not perfect, man. I I shouldn't have said that about (laughs) Josh He's not perfect, but – he, I'm just I'm just messing with you. No, but seriously, he he did call it. He did call call the Hendon Hooker thing. And I laughed in his face. I laughed in his face. I was regretting saying it, though, after I saw the uh, open practice. He didn't look good at all. In the open practice we went to, I think me and uh, Cody went to. And um, so I was, like, really regretting saying all that. And he comes out in the season, man, this guy's a whole different guy. This guy's going to get drafted in the NFL. In the orange and white white game, all we heard about was Harrison Bailey. Mm -hmm. Harrison Bailey. My, my, how those those calls gone silent. Yeah. But, I mean, it just goes to show you. Big, big balls. Heupel admits that he's wrong and makes the change. Unlike mm-hmm. other quarterbacks, I mean, not quarterbacks, other head coaches that we've had can admit their mistakes and say, "Oh, I've got to make a change." They, they, they got to say, "I've got to be right. I, I've got to be right. I, I can't be proven wrong." Dude, Heupel said, "Okay, I made the wrong choice. I'm going to make the right choice, and I'm going to switch him out." And Hinton Hooker. 
is now going to get drafted in the NFL. He would not have gotten drafted before he came to Tennessee. He wouldn't have. And now he's going to get drafted because that kid can throw a dime. Down not even, I mean, not even that, but the thing about it is, is Jeremy Pruitt's the one who, remember, like, right before he got fired, is the one who recruited Hooker to Tennessee. But the thing about it is, mm-hmm. is Pruitt would still be starting JG with Hooker on the bench and taking a knee at halftime. I don't even know if Hooker even right before or Pruitt even knew who, who, I don't even know who, if Pruitt knew who Hooker was. Yeah. You know, who do you think, who do you think it was? was? I think it was more Hooker, to be honest. I think he just kind of. Well, he didn't it. recruit himself. Well, no, I, I, I get it. I, I just feel like Jeremy Pruitt was so clueless that his coaches. I'm trying to remember what I heard when uh, he came. I remember it was almost like Hooker almost threw himself at Tennessee. Like he, like he didn't even ask anyone when he put out the tweet. It was well, weird. Well, damn, if you were a Hooker, wouldn't you have been like, hey, Tennessee has no quarterbacks and I have yeah. to be a quarterback? I mean, really, when yeah. you think about it, but I get at the same time, someone had to have been recruiting him, but. I, I still I'm think that if it was Chaney. Pruitt, he still would have started someone else and he would have been stubborn and Hooker would have sat the bench just because that's how how it went underneath him. There, there's there's just there's a difference between practice and when the lights are turned on and you go and play. And oh Hooker, my god. Hooker is so damn smooth out there. I mean, he is so smooth. Sometimes he holds onto the ball a little long and gets sacked. But other times the way he maneuvers on a scramble. Or, or the way he makes a quick decision, it's just, it's so smooth, it's so quick, and dang it, it looks so good, and he is he, so good. He is so he good. He throws such a good ball. He does. That's what I've noticed. His ball oh, – this sounds weird. His balls are so catchable. <laughs> 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 they are. Like, the, the passes he, he – like, I remember JG, was, he made me so frustrated because he throw a ball and it'd just be, like, firing at someone's hand, like, coming at Or Milton at the beginning mm-hmm. of the season. Kind of like Milton yeah. at the beginning of the season. We knew that and, we'd have a receiver open. We too. knew we'd overthrow it. Like, every time Levis had an incomplete pass, it was usually because the guys just couldn't hold on to it. It was coming in too hard. That That is never an issue with Hooker. He, it's just no. the perfect speed. And he had one overthrow the whole game, I think. It was uh, Tillman was open for a touchdown, and oh yeah, it just misses oh. it just misses open hands. Yeah. And uh, I remember thinking like, well, I'm not too mad at Hooker because you know if Milton tried to throw that, it'd be in Louisville right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Austin, Austin, you saying that those that stuff about the balls and stuff? Sorry, but I have to bring this up at the tailgate at the Ole Miss game. Uh, Jalen Hutt's mom was standing next to me, and she was like. <laughs> She was like, "Yeah, Hyatt loves uh, Hooker's balls a lot more." <laughs> and then she and then she stares straight at me. She goes, "Oh, that sounded so bad." <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> She's just man. They were so funny, but she was just like, "Oh yeah, that sounded that sounded horrible." Oh um, my god, I forgot all about that. Thank you for reminding me of that. Yeah, that was hilarious. But they're, they're just great in general. Oh yeah, Hyatt's parents awesome. like they're so down to earth, and they're not like. <laughs> They're not like those stuck-up parents no, like that. No. Like they're just, they're just <laughs> great people, and they're hilarious. They are hilarious. But yeah. yeah, it was it was it was so funny. But Hinton Hooker, my goodness, he had 316 passing yards, four touchdowns uh, in zero 13 inter- minutes. Never mm-hmm. had a drop, one drop, mm. one single drop lasted longer than one minute. That's freaking crazy. <laughs> 
That is just nuts. I've never I mean, seen a game like that. I mean, never in a million years that I think I'd see a game like that. Hey, and we got Alante credit, Alante Taylor credit. He said, uh, "Yep." He said, "We don't lose Kentucky." Comes out and gets a pick mm-hmm. six, does a snaky leg in the end zone. I was going, I was going to say, I was gonna, I made a tweet earlier talking about my takeaway from the game was all these people were fast, and I was so close to put an Alante Taylor can dance at the bottom of it, but <laughs> I mean, he. He called it. He called his number. He called it, said that we don't lose to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And you, that, that was should one. be the mindset. That should be the mindset. Okay, so I want to get y'all's biggest takeaway from the games, okay? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say my takeaway real quick. The biggest takeaway from the entire game, and I kind of want you guys' opinion. I think my biggest takeaway, it, and it might be your takeaway, but I'm gonna, this is my takeaway. Um, the biggest takeaway from the entire game, the single most thing that caught my attention and the single most thing that made the Tennessee Volunteers victorious on Saturday was the field goal right before halftime. That won us the game because we won by three. Huge. That I won that us right the game. Happened. Did you? Did you see my tweet when I uh-uh. said it happened? I said that I might not. be the difference by the end of the game. Oh, that when that he, that won the game. Yeah. My, fir- my first thought four was four passes to Tillman, just perfect. My, I, the yeah, but my first so thought. God. Oh yeah, they were. My first thought. Like, was, I don't know if you can get a playoff. We <laughs> 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 only got five seconds. Well, we can do it in two. Like, so uh, shut yeah. the hell up. I think you should take the sixty yarder right here. How about you shut up? Oh well, my they, gosh. Well, they said that we couldn't get, they didn't think we'd have, be able to get another playoff. We got two more before the field goal. But anyway, my biggest takeaway on that field goal was that the previous coaching staff would have needed mm-hmm. and went into the, mm-hmm. went into the locker room. They wouldn't have tried. He did it multiple times. And it was just so refreshing to have a coach that took every single second that they could and used it. Didn't take a single second for granted. And it, made a difference in the game but uh before i do my takeaway what do you, what's your response to that austin what's uh about having a terrainy's terrainy's no. takeaway what what's what's your biggest what's your biggest takeaway also for the game um lacy said game? that well, like, no, I, well I had, no that was that, that was my takeaway from your takeaway i haven't given uh, my biggest takeaway yet i just figured austin had a response to your takeaway Okay, well, yeah. Awesome. Oh, I, 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 I think away? I agree with that. I think I agree with it because I said it yeah. when it happened. I, it was yeah. a big moment where I think won you that football game. Um, that's just I, – I remember saying right when it happened, like because we lost momentum in the game. We had a 14-7 uh, lead. Then we uh, turned the ball over. They tie the game up. We don't score, and it's 21-14. We yeah. eventually cut it to 21-21, but we can't freaking stop them. And we finally get a stop on fourth down. And uh, we had the ball, I think it was at the 35 with 16 seconds to go. And, and I know it's looking hard to score it there, but, man, this all can do anything. Like, I, I believe in them in every situation. And I, I, I said immediately, we have to score it here. And I feel saying, dude, there's 16 seconds, man. You don't have to score here. My God. But I'm like, man, in this kind of game, it's you need it. And we worked our way down the field there, got the field goal. And that ended up being the difference, man. I totally agree. Did did y'all think okay, so on that last 16 seconds when they were going down before they kicked the field goal before the half, did anyone else think Cedric Tillman dropped that? How the hell did he catch that ball? I thought oh, he oh, I, I watched I thought he I dropped it. it back. I, I he 
he, he just wrapped it up. Like, it was one-handed, just wrapped it in by his body, and his feet were still on the ground. I know. So, I, I thought the same thing you thought. I thought he dropped it. I had it. to watch it back. Yeah. I looked be- at man, he just had a perfect grab of it. It was just perfect, like one arm. Just... Okay, so so – it was Did, the same way with that touchdown, his t- touchdown catch. I yeah. didn't realize that he even caught it until I saw him hand the ball. Is, yeah. is he a top 10 receiver in the SEC? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he has we to have, be. We have point. two of them. Mm-hmm. Javante Payton and him. Payton. Velas Jones. V- I was going to say Velas, Velas Jones. My God. Okay, so so that's what that's what Hinton Hooker said. He says we have the best receivers in the entire, I think he said country. Pretty sure he said country. And I'm not denying that. Like they're unbelievable. They 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 gave Kentucky fits. And no, not even just Kentucky. They're burning Alabama. They're they're burning everyone. Yeah. I mean it's I mean, insane. They, oh, they highly tied guys that were that were very desirable. Like it's not that it shouldn't be that big of a surprise. But you know, you know what kind of sucks though? You gotta be watching this like as Marquez Callaway, Jawan Jennings, oh, Josh Malone, just being like, "Huh, that would have been nice." Not in the work fun. of freaking Jer- Garitano. You're <laughs> 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 the backup, the third string quarterback at Washington State. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> it's is, honestly uh, it's nice to see our you know our our NFL receivers. It's finally nice to actually get to see them do something in college first before they become outstanding uh, outstanding receivers in the NFL because I'm so sick and tired of seeing Mm. all of our receivers show out in the NFL but barely seeing anything from them in college but it's nice to actually see them showing out in college too it's not going to be another Alvin Kamara and uh, Josh Palmer Callaway I mean it's not like that we're actually seeing it Real I, think the, now. I think the only person that really showed out in college that is actually like making an impact as of today is Cordell Patterson. <laughs> yeah. Cordell Patterson you know won the game today a, for Atlanta. I mean, he had a good offensive coach. He, uh, uh-huh. Derek Dooley wasn't good at much, but he knew how to get the ball in the he did. his hands. He did. He that did. offense was not bad. That offense was pretty freaking good, but um, I mean, that, that the the offense is just incredible and and shout out to Jeremy Banks <laughs> you had no personal fouls shout out buddy <laughs> shout out. there was one out where I was a little scared <laughs> it was getting a little handsy I'm like oh no no Please yeah but don't. I thought if they were going to call anything they were going to call it on the Kentucky player who started it I just think yeah. that he was able to keep from reacting so much to it because I'm okay. sure that was hard okay 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 we have gotten <laughs> the worst treatment in the history of time with the refs mm. but. But 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 today we got to give them a little credit, man. They they we we got a little preferential treatment on oh, one call lie. that didn't even matter in the long run. Okay, still though, I could it not doesn't matter because I could not believe it when they gave Stoops the the, uh, the personal foul. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was, I would have blown my head off. Oh my gosh! You want to know why, Austin? That? Austin, you want to know why? Because Hinton Hooker passed for 316 <laughs> yards, and that's the Lord's number, okay? The Lord was on our side, all right? No, but the whole but thing like, about, the whole point about it, Kentucky fans would have a point. They'd have a point if they 
somehow didn't convert that fourth down, okay? But they did. So they don't deserve a point. <laughs> they okay, deserve okay, nothing. Okay. But I'm saying, you, do you get what I'm saying? Though? They can't use the refs as an excuse. They ended up converting that fourth down, and they still lost. So I don't know how they could be like, well, we lost because the refs didn't call that face mask, blah, 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 blah. You guys still converted the fourth down. It was your coach that got the personal foul that got you guys out of field, field goal range, True, if you, even if you would have converted opinion, that. though, a coach should be able to say whatever he wants to an official in that situation, <laughs> unless he starts swinging at him. Like, I yeah. Think, I think, yeah. Honestly, nah, nah, it's Kentucky. Your quarterback eats bananas with the pill on them. He's weird. They deserve to lose. And we somehow beat them. I know. I'm amazed, too. I thought that was the secret to it all. Kentucky threw the house at us, and they still couldn't beat a team with, like, 150 transfers in the transfer portal. You still couldn't do it. You're Kentucky. Go to hell. They've You're lost Kentucky. three straight now. Three straight they've lost. After – no, oh, three straight games. Yes, you're right. They had you're a right. Week, so they you're haven't right. won a game in four weeks. You know when your car is on the highway and it's sputtering because it's out of gas? That's Kentucky right now. <laughs> They're sputtering <laughs> down the highway. That's what oh, they man. are right now. And you know what's even better? That was their game. Like, that was the game to save their season. I know. They played great on offense. Will Levis had an awesome game. That guy balled the fuck out. Uh, there's no denying He that. eats bananas. I know, but I got to give it he's to him. The, they, no, they he's the best quarterback the that they've had. He's the best quarterback that they've had in yeah. a long time. It's it's weird. They have an offense that actually resembles something modern for once. and uh, But but they, they gave such great effort. Kentucky did. And they still lost. That's it. They're, they're dead. They're going to go lose probably two more games. That's like our version of Florida, though. Like, we are to them what Florida is to us. Let's not talk about Florida. I am. Let, let's just talk about the good things right now and leave that in the past, Lacey. I, good grief. I, I'm, let's okay, just I'm talk still, about. No, I'm still going our, to I know comparison. some of y'all are going to say, like, even if we got matched up with Florida again, we'd get our butts kicked. But no, no we, we If we saw no, Florida again, we, 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 we drag those fools. No, Dan Mullen has lost that team 110% completely has lost that team. He's lost them worse than Jeremy Pruitt lost Tennessee. And I don't even think that's possible. I didn't even think it was possible. <laughs> it's, it's so bad, man. Like that guy, it kind of reminds me of Bobby Trino's last year at Louisville. Like that, there's just no, no. even Austin, slight communication with that. Team. Austin, it's it's not bad. It's great. It's great. Oh, it's it's, it's great. <laughs> it's, it's great, man. except for us playing them at the beginning of the season. The only thing bad about it is us playing them at the beginning of the season. I'm 100 for moving the Florida game to November. 100% because this happens every time that they have, like, a complete breakdown. South Carolina gets to beat them. South Carolina, that horrible South Carolina team. that we scored, so 28, we scored 28 points on them in the first quarter. Beat them 40-17. to 17. I yeah. mean, it, it's it's not it, – I'm, I'm pissed. I want to play them in November. Yes. Am I okay. crazy? Am, am I crazy here? Or am I a little more – I'm a little embarrassed now how bad we got beat in the second half by Alabama. After last night, well, no, I'm, no, I'm no. not. No, no, I'm not. No, they, they struggled with an LSU team that didn't have like half its roster. It, it, okay, but again, that's why you play sports. Know. That's why you play sports. No, if it, no, Crap I'm not. Happens. Because I, I'm, I know a lot of people are like the score is the only thing that matters at the end of the game. No. To me, that's not true. 
I was very, very happy with the way a first-year head coach and Josh Heupel with the depleted Tennessee team gave Alabama everything they had for three yeah, and a half quarters. We, we, we did play great. It just, it just didn't reflect on the scoreboard. The it, it did not yeah. reflect at all on the scoreboard. It's speaking of scoreboard, I know, but I, I just, uh, I just hate looking at that. And speaking of scoreboards, like you're just missing scoreboards. You're just missing this out. Florida game. I, my entire family had a cookout. I was very intoxicated at the point where the final score came on the TV. And I literally had to ask the person next to me, dude, I know I'm, I'm, I'm drunk right now and my vision is blurry, but is that, is that correct? <laughs> it was correct. Florida, go to Hill as well as Kentucky. South as well. Carolina played with God. a walk-on quarterback. Insane. South Carolina started a walk-on quarterback who was previously at some FCS school and walked on, and he first ever time playing or starting in an FBS game. I think he may have got a couple snaps some other time. But, yeah, walk-on quarterback beats Florida. That, that, that is crazy. But, but what comes That's to mind – Yeah, but what comes to mind for me, what's even crazier, is what Josh Hypo is doing with this team right now. Which, which leads crazy. me to my takeaway. Can I do That's my crazy. takeaway now? Do it. Okay, because that leads right into my takeaway. Okay, I heard so many people at the beginning of the season, especially after the spring game, uh, opposing fan bases, say that Josh Heupel's offense would never work in the SEC. Right. And throughout the season, I mean, I tried not to jump on the, okay, this is going to work train like two or three games into the season. But, I mean, we're towards the end of the season now. And last night kind of solidified my opinion that if we can build depth at defense, because defensive depth is going to be really important for this offense for, since the offense moves so fast, the defense is on the field a lot, we need depth in defense. But if we can get depth in defense, Josh Heupel's offense is going to run, all, run and throw all over S- all these other SEC teams. Okay. And it, so Josh Heupel's – Yes. So you say well, that you, 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 you know say, what I mean. I mean, like the scoreboard is going to actually reflect it in the end, like games against Alabama. It's going to reflect it if we can get depth at defense. Well, Kentucky, yes. well, we would, you, if you we say, would have had depth at defense, we would have beat them by. I mean, we only had 13 minutes. We would have depth of defense gives more. Them. We would have gotten more turn, turnovers from them. We would have not been on the field as much because we would have stopped them. We wouldn't have given them, given up so many third downs. How I'm saying we would defense? have killed them. Okay, Lacey. How much of Georgia's defense getting drafted? A lot. You think they'll be not as good next year? I don't know. We're, we're talking well, – let's just – Yeah, I don't, let, let, let's just, too quickly. Yeah, let, let, let's, just stop, let's just stop about next year and let's talk about it right now. <laughs> I, I, I think – Listen, I, let's let, kind of already for this year. Okay. Well, we'll see. Um, but, uh, Lacey, to go along with what you just said, you're like, we need depth of defense. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. But here's two things that I think that need to happen for for Josh Heupel's plan to completely just work. Um, they, they need to come up with uh, the SEC or whoever needs to, to, to fix that stupid I got a cramp rule. Once they fix that, teams are screwed. Tennessee does need depth of defense, but once they get depth at linebacker, that is going to make a massive difference. Massive difference. If they have depth, oh, oh. At, just linebackers in general right now, 
I, I was saying uh, in that game, I had a tweet in the game where I said, if Jawan Mitchell is healthy, we win that game by 17 points. Exactly. That, te- that Texas linebacker we got, if he's yes. there, then it's a – Exactly. Beasley was terrible. Uh, Salon Page did, did better than, than Beasley did, but still not – not hardly that good. You exactly, Austin. You have you have a group of linebackers that is a that's a completely different season. I mean, it's because people are just running it straight at the middle. Quarterbacks are just taking yeah. off, running it straight at the middle because they know there's nothing there. Once you get yeah, dead, they hit they hit Beasley and then they go for five yards after. Exactly, exactly. And once it you was, get it was the yards after contact that killed us. That was pissing me off. That made me angry. I was like, we oh, have really tackled. Good. No, we have tackled so well all season. And then we come into this game, and I'm like, dude, what the hell are we doing? We can't like tackle anything. I feel like Kentucky just came in ready to ball. I kind of felt like they, they were just, like, not going to go down the first hit. Like, and we weren't, we weren't matching their physicality. Yeah, and they still lost. Yep. No, they did, everything <laughs> they, needed, they did everything they needed to do to, do to win that game, but they're Kentucky. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's I, the I, way to sum, summarize the game. I, I was I, I was just that was what I was coming away with, and we weren't filling our gaps right. But they they did play great. I'll give them that. Still lost because they're Kentucky. I they played great. I remember looking at the score. Remember looking at the score at halftime, and telling everyone around me, "How are we up by three? How are we how are we up by three? You know why? And I, and I gave a lot of a, a lot of flat to Josh Heupel and his staff. Before the half happened, I'm like, what are they doing? Like, some of the calls were so dumb, and we're, we're not coaches. We just watch it. I'm like, you can do this, you can do that, but we're not coaches. But how in the heck are we up by three at half after all? We were down by 10 right before the half, and then we're up by three. It's just like, how is this? Why, how? That's, that, that's, that's a testament to the coaching style and, and adjusting and making – Given, you know, players instilling Man. confidence in the players, it's just like I got. I just hypo is. This is fun. Mm-hmm. This is fun. They're good. I mean, they're good. You can't deny it. I mean, you look at Jeremy Banks. Jeremy, everyone's like, get Jeremy Banks off the damn field all last season. Now they're like, oh my god, what if we lose Jeremy Banks? We're screwed. That, that's just a testament to the coaching staff. That they're good. Man, this is this is all heading in such a good direction. I mean, you get some really more talent on the floor with uh, on the on the field, more depth, and we also just got some really good news. Uh, I don't know if y'all heard, but we are going to not issue self issue a bowl ban. Right. So that's huge news, and which I know good, good for us, field. good for the administration. Yeah, because we've already. We've done. We've I feel like we've enough. done everything. Yeah, we've suffered enough. Number one. I mean, we cheated, but we sucked. Like yeah. we sucked really bad while we cheated. I mean, that <laughs> that literally is punishment enough. The story and, of our lives. And I can see people being like, "Well, yeah, well they 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 did clean house. They did get rid of all those people. They did do this and all that. But they're still better. Well, that's not our problem. We did what we had to do to clean up the cheating mess, and we got a better result out of it. That's not our problem." This is also important in building the program. It, 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 it you're really be able to put a good class together now, a decent it, class. Hopefully. It really, it, no, Austin, you're you're completely correct. It's 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 huge in building the product. It's it's huge in everything that we're going to do in the future. And I, I just right now, 
I am sitting in my apartment with my feet up on my coffee table, leaning back doing this podcast because I'm not relaxed because I'm not stressed. I'm not on edge. I feel I feel fine. Like, I just feel like this is like, it's different. Like, and I was trying, I was trying to tell my dad that last night I was talking to my dad and he was like, well, we've seen this before. I'm like, we've, yeah, we have dad. We've seen this before, blah, 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 blah. But this, this doesn't feel the same. It feels different. This is different. This is not the same. These, these players, these, these coaches, they're all on the same mindset, the same page. They, they know what they're thinking. They, they, they can look at each other and know exactly what each other is thinking, and that is good news. That is good stuff because we haven't had that in, I feel like, so long because so many players, I felt like, could not stand Butch. So many players could not stand Aaron Pruitt. I feel like this entire team likes Josh Heupel. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm, looking, I'm, dude. I'm looking at our predictions, our predictions for the football season right now. And what's funny is if you look through the replies, everybody's telling Austin that he's on crack and that he's setting himself up for heartbreak when honestly Austin's gotten closer to than anybody huh. on this. Me and Rainey had five and seven. We have losses to Kentucky. Austin's the only one who said we'd beat Kentucky. Um They're Kentucky. The funniest the funny <laughs> I think the funniest <laughs> Some some of us had PTSD from last year. Some of us did not stop crying for hours after the game and passed out sitting at a bar after uh, the game. And cried. Rainy took pictures. Oh, I bawled my eyes out. Well, and Rainy you know, Rainy took that Hannah picture, the famous picture. <laughs> Rainy took his ever so famous picture where he stuck a beer next to me when I was asleep <laughs> on the bar table. You were asleep. You're passed out. Don't tell me you're sleeping. I was sleeping. I was tired. I was no, tired. You had about 12 alcoholic beverages and you passed out. Don't say I was <laughs> tired. I was sleeping. BS. <laughs> the funniest part of looking at this prediction thing is all three of us predicted that we were going to lose to Missouri. Because well, yeah. Missouri was good. <laughs> they were they supposed to be good. They were good. What happened to them? <laughs> Eli Drinkwitz slash Austin Brown. I don't know what happened. Like... <laughs> I thought they, he was going to be like this, me too. this like Gary Patterson or something. Me you know? too. I thought he was going to really be a good coach than just like have yeah. eight seasons every year. Wow. Missouri, right. you can go to hell too. Everyone else can go to hell. I mean, it's just ah, I that just was funny. We were watching the the Georgia Missouri game yesterday, and <laughs> I walked in there after I woke up because where I work nights, I'll wake up periodically on on football Saturday. Um, to watch certain parts of the game. Well, I woke up and I walked in there and it was like right at halftime. I was like, hmm, you guys didn't score 21 points against Missouri in the first quarter? Amateurs. Like, just because we predicted Missouri to be so good and then we just ran all over them. Like, and yeah. Crazy. But, yeah, well. speak, speaking of that, uh, I, I, in my opinion, this upcoming week, I think it's the best defense versus the best offense in the SEC. What do y'all think? Curious. I'm curious. I'm curious to watch it. Um, listen. I think we'd score more than 27 on Liberty. So. I think Tennessee scores the most points against Georgia. What are you talking 
No, no, I'm just I'm trying, trying to, I'm trying to think of the second best offense, like us and Ole Miss. I we have the, well, I think we I think we have the I think they have the better I, I mean Hooker's great but I think that they have the better quarterback on paper I, I mean yeah. I would still take Hooker all day I take Hooker over Corral mm-hmm. all day just because I just am biased and I love Hooker I love Hooker mm-hmm. Hooker's um, just he's so good yeah so he's small on paper good, yeah they have their Heisman contending quarterback but I think overall our hookers. offense is better. I do. Uh, okay, so listen here. You say our offense is better. And I got to bring this up. Because I don't know what Ty Evans is happening to Ty Evans. Dude's disappeared. I don't know if he's hurt. Uh, yeah, what? I think he's hurt. He, he, he got, got hurt. banged. He, he got, got banged up in the. He got banged up again in the first. Okay. Half of okay, the game. So, so I didn't see because I was, never saw the field again. I was walking in and out of the um, from the from my, from the house to the deck. I didn't really see it. Um, but you talk about the best offense. Give Jabari small. Can, can, that that run he had was just insane. Where he just completely mm-hmm. broke his ankle. That was yeah. insane. Um, no. But we got to give you got to give some credit to Jalen Wright. Even though that drive ended up in just the most dumb situation ever, where we got all the way down the red zone and just called stupid play calls. He's, he's still, a true freshman, isn't he? Yeah, he's from Memphis. Jalen Wright. I'm pretty sure from is Memphis. He, is pretty he sure. a, he's a true freshman though, because if he's a true freshman, then he's gonna be good. Oh no, he's he's a freshman. Um, okay, he's gonna be good. Yeah, and um, he um, he ran so much time on the clock with the runs that he had. He came in and he busted some big runs like late in the game to 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 milk some time off the clock. Was that Even the though, whole two minute drive? The like the longest drive we had of two minutes and thirteen seconds. Uh, I'm not 100% positive, but I know it was later in the game. And by this time, I've had many, many alcoholic beverages. And Oh, never mind. We didn't score on that drive. Never no, we mind. didn't. Ne- we didn't because that was a drive that I got extremely oh. mad. I got, I got really mad because we, we drove oh. it all the way down the field with Jalen Wright. He had all those carries. We got down to the red zone, and we just didn't give the running back the ball one time. I, I did not I did not get that. I mean I kinda get it. Like you want to switch up the play call a little bit, but I, I would just keep going head It first. goes with a stupid phrase, if it's not broke, don't look like, don't fix it. Like I just, I was so angry. I was like, that would have put the game away right there. We didn't have to worry about it. And Jalen Wright was going straight down. I mean, he was busting big ones all the way down the field. I think he had like I can't remember his stats, but I'm pretty sure it was close to like Is that is that Jalen Wright being amazing or is that just like good setups by our offensive line? Both, uh, both. I mean, I mean, doesn't, I have the, doesn't have the speed, you know. Like, I, I he's pretty like, shifty. Like Evans, he's does, pretty, he's you know? pretty shifty. He's pretty shifty. Do you think? Do you think that we're becoming? Or, or do you think we're being becoming a little selfish though? That we're, I mean, we've seen mediocre football for so long, and now we're finally seeing the glimpse of great football, and like we've become kind of selfish with it that we just want perfect twenty four seven. No, well, no. Because I have to, I have to keep asking myself that constantly. Because I don't want to get North like. Carolina and Ty Chandler <sighs> oh my god! Like four touchdowns. Who gives? A, okay. Who gives a damn? Okay, 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 okay. Who cares? Other transfers. I don't care. Who cares? Toa, Toa, Eric Gray. I know if Eric Gray knew Pruitt was getting fired, he would have stayed. Or I know if uh, Ty Chandler knew Pruitt was getting fired, he would have stayed. Because he he left before Pruitt got fired. He just wanted. To I really liked Ty Chandler. Or he'd get used. I really liked him. Yeah. I, I did too, and I didn't feel like he liked Pruitt. 
I did too, yeah, but, but like that's the only reason I'm different about him. Listen, I, I understand. I agree, but like, uh, like uh, I like him too, and I said this so many times. I loved his running style. Blah 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 blah. But honestly, I really don't care. Like, I don't care about anyone that's not on the team anymore. Like, I just don't care. It's just like I don't. I don't care. Like, I, I just the dudes we got on the team right now are some dudes, and I don't care about the dudes no. that aren't dudes on our team. Like, I just I'm I not trying. I'm not trying to down our guys. No, oh, I no, no, I get you, it. When you get when you get a little more talent in the system, holy crap! Like if we have like, yeah, okay, uh, okay. So if you're making that point, that's completely fine. Yeah, be, yeah be, that's kind of the point I am making though. I mean, uh, okay, like, well that's that's completely fine. I just like I just hate living in the past. Like oh, we could have had this guy. So it doesn't matter. So it's it's irrelevant. But if you're making that point, saying once we get some dudes, yes, yeah. that makes sense. I got what you were Austin. I'm rewatching the game, man. I, I did you just turn on right away and Jalen Wright's or I mean uh Javante Payton just runs in the end zone right away. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, he, here's one more thing. And it glitched. It glitched. The the entire screen glitched for that first touchdown. So when you no, go back yeah. and- what, what where were y'all watching it at? Because I, I people were complaining like, oh, we missed the whole first play. Like, literally oh, uh, massive ticker. Yeah, turn to ESPN News. Yeah, Even, the massive ticker at the bottom said ESPN News right now, Tennessee. I know some people Okay, but channel, if you yeah. if you uh, go back and watch the highlights too, it like the entire screen glitches for that for the first touchdown. Even on ESPN's highlights. Oh really? well, that's weird because mm-hmm. I got it on. Uh, when I posted on channel, it was completely smooth. Like nothing happened. Yeah, that's fine. weird. Yeah, that's completely fine. weird. Well, aren't you cool? Well, no. I'm just saying. I love right. our uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> are those are those most beautiful road uniforms in the those football? Are, those are so the pretty. Orange. I, I don't know how anybody could like the stormtroopers more than the orange britches and the white white jerseys. That, that is literally my favorite uniform combination. My favorite uniform combination is the white jerseys with the orange pants. Yeah, that's that my is, favorite that is of all so of them, good. man. But, but I was terrified we were gonna lose it because, like, uh, that would mean five straight losses in the orange pants. And I think at that point, you never see the orange pants again <laughs> if we lost that game last night. Yeah, so right. thank God we pulled that one out. Josh Heupel so. doesn't mess with. He doesn't believe in like voodoo. those little yeah voodoo curses things. He and thank we God he doesn't. So. It's very hard not to. You, you, you go crazy watching this team for fifteen years. Mm-hmm. I just want to. I just want to point out real quick. Um, this has nothing to do with football at all, but it's uh, during this podcast as we speak. It's four thirty-five. It's almost dark outside. So here we go. Okay, let's uh, let, here let, we go. Let me let, let me just tell you about this. Okay. <laughs> So, y'all were talking about how you guys – well, I guess Rainy was partying last night, and it's like 159, and it uh, mm-hmm. switches back to one. He's like, oh, yeah, more time to party. No. Okay. <laughs> I was at work. So, I, I, I'm i telling you, even as a Tennessee fan, this says a lot, okay? As a Tennessee fan, I've experienced a lot of heartbreak. But I'm telling you, there's probably nothing worse, not a worse feeling, than sitting at work and seeing it be 159 a.m., and it go back to 1 a.m. when you know you don't get off till 7 a.m. Mm. Don't get off till 7 a.m. That's funny. And it's, it's, it's not that bad when you're Did you not know it was coming? 
Did you forget about it? So okay, that would well, suck if you really forgot about it. I get to see Lacey just looking at her clock in like in the background, like the "Hello, darkness, my old friend" is playing, and she and she's like crying, watching the clock go well, backwards. To answer your question, Austin, I did forget. Like when I up until like when I went into work, and one of my coworkers was like, "Gosh, it's really gonna suck working thirteen hours tonight <laughs> instead of 12. and I was like. Oh my God! Is daylight savings time? How do you not get credit uh, for another hour? I mean, that's crazy. But, because that hour doesn't exist. But shouldn't you like know it? Like somehow that means your company's that's... dumb. I don't understand that. Yeah, it's like you can't not get paid for an hour of work. Just then you don't work that hour. Do you do you <laughs> like, remember what? Like, hey, I'm just saying. The one a.m. to one fifty nine. Hey, just, I love my job. Off. I love my job, but you have to remember what state I work in. Mm-hmm. Here in America, we call that uh, uh, illegal. <laughs> you know, is Alabama a part of Alabama? Should be illegal. I know that. <laughs> well, I think they're still trying to succeed from the from the union. Last I checked, I thought that was Texas. Texas well, might as well. They've lost four straight football games. Well, they said if Saban wins another title, that they're too embarrassed to be associated with the rest of us. <laughs> 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 oh man, it's been a fun week, man. My Braves are World Series champions. That, that happened. Oh, oh we haven't even got to talk about that. It seems yes. like so long ago. Okay, guys, I will allow this. Okay, I mean, <laughs> I'm not a Braves fan, but I might buy some gear. I'm not sure yet. But guys, not go sure. ahead, Un- unleash your happiness because I want to hear something happy. Okay, well. Oh, I'm saying I'm gonna say this. I'm very happy, very, very happy. Like I was at work, mm-hmm. I was pissed off that we lost that one game uh, last week because I was off work on Sunday. Yes, blew it. Yeah, I, yeah, I was off work and I could have celebrated, but then of course I had to work that night and I had to watch it at work, and I was literally actively booking someone into jail when. Freddie Freeman got that out on first base, so I literally stopped what I was doing to celebrate, and I did not care what they what they said because i mean i'm really at the point where i don't care what people judge me when it comes to my sports anymore and and meta skates <laughs> hey i got back up it's all good it's all good it's all good it's all good uh, it's like it's like it's like it's a good thing that i work with with them because it's like we're at a level of i don't judge you and you don't judge me and everybody's happy you know <laughs> and that's i, that, oh, I guess i guess that's why it works anyway um <laughs> We got to Okay, but I had to run home and take some medicine because I forgot to take some medicine shortly after the win. And then before I went back to work and I come home and I'm like, my husband is who is a Georgia Braves, Falcons, everything fan. He was born in 96. So he's never witnessed any top, any of his teams win anything ever. I come home and he's bawling like a baby still. This is like <laughs> almost an hour after. Oh, Joseph. And as happy, I mean, like bawling. Like, I mean, he his eyes are like swollen. I'm like, are you crying? And he's like, I've never seen one of my teams win. I love, I love Freddie Freeman. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, so I look at him dead in the eye. And I, again, I'm so happy still, like, regardless, like I'm listening to, we are the champions driving home to go get my medicine. Like, oh, that's a glorious song. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm on cloud now, but I did look at dead. And I was like, so you're telling me you didn't shed a single tear on our wedding day, but you're bawling your eyes out. Cause the Braves won the series. I'm like, 
I don't know whether to be mad. He's known the Braves longer. I don't. I don't. I don't know whether to be mad or proud. (laughs) He's known the Braves longer. Listen, Uh, I don't know any of y'all as long as I've known Freddie Freeman. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Close. (laughs) Listen, but but you got to think, Lacey. Listen, I mean, unless your sports franchise just ups and moves, they'll never, you know, never. Get, they'll never divorce you. They'll never, you know, anything like that. You just you're connected to them, and they never, you know, they're always okay. There. That's taken it a little bit too far. They're always this there. Might, they're always there. Might change their no, name. but like I, like I even said, I even told him, I was like, I don't know whether to be upset or to be proud because, like, we just both of us just love sports so much, and it's like I don't know whether to be upset that you're crying over this and didn't shed a tear on our wedding day or if I should be proud that like I don't know but we're both Braves fans we're both Preds fans but we differentiate on all of our football teams but um speaking of that uh this upcoming week is our the week the week pretty much especially the day of that we divorce for a day because it's the Tennessee Georgia game and oh. <laughs> I thought you were serious. <laughs> no, we li- we literally no, say we divorce. We literally yeah. like divorce for a day on that game because I, I mean, I'm sure you got you guys would never guess. I'm a sore loser when it comes to losing to Georgia for the sole fact of I have to listen to him run his mouth the other 364 days a year, and the past few years have not been so well. One ended up in a viral video. Yes, that was um, hilarious. That's how I found out who you were. <laughs> you and your husband out in the middle of a stadium. Okay, well that was because, amazing. But okay, a dirty, a dirty Georgia fan barked at me, barked at me with his raunchy ass breath, and he ah. didn't take up for me, so I was mad. And then last year, he for some reason, I mean, I still don't know. At the end of the day, I mean, Cody, Kim, you know, uh, Vol Bandit on Twitter, uh, Orange Blossom Special, and then Eric. Irrational UT fan. All of them were there with us last year <laughs> at Georgia. And I mean, for some reason, he thought I was going to try to jump off of the jump, like onto the team buses and like hurt or do something to myself at Samford. And like he would, I mean, I don't know why he legitimately thought that, but he did. And then, I mean, it's just a, it was a rough, rough going around. I had some run-ins with some Georgia fans, but this year he's convinced he's not going to even sit with me (laughs) because this would be five. I mean, the thing about it is, is we met last time we beat Georgia was October, 2016. We met November, 2016. So Tennessee has not beat Georgia since we've been together for five years. So I'm, I'm just getting impatient. Listen, well, Lacey, I love, I, I love you and, and Oh, Josephine, Joe, your husband, Joe, Joseph. I don't love him this week. But but this week mm-hmm. is the only week where, you know, if he chokes on a chicken tender, I, I, I won't be mad. You know, <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> I won't be that upset. But every other week, I love you. I love you so much. Uh, this well, week. <laughs> he's already, he, no, you don't understand. He's already started this morning. He's already started this morning. I mean, it is Sunday. It's already Sunday, and we've already we've already started rounds. He's like, oh, yes, they have to be just bored of this at this point. I mean, they're blowing everyone out. Okay, but they get okay. It actually started yesterday when the commentators, for once in Tennessee's existence, gave us some credit during the Georgia Missouri game, saying that Georgia will face the best offense that they've seen all year next week when they play Tennessee. 
And I was like, wow, look at them giving Tennessee some credit. He's like, they say that every week. Every week we play the best offense, and every week we hold them to under 13 points. And I'm like, you really think that Hennon Hooker, Javante Payton, Vilas Jones Jr., Jalen Hyatt, Cedric Tillman, and all and our whole and that doesn't even count running backs because I mean I don't I don't see our running game being as big as our passing game next week. But I was like, you really think that they can't score at least at least 14 points on y'all? And he said, he said no. He said you guys will not score more points than uh, the team that scored the most. Whoever that liar. Is. Liar! Liar! We won't beat them, but we, I think we will break twenty points on them. I, okay. I do believe that. Okay. We score at least two touchdowns. All right, so here yeah. we go. It's it's time to make the predictions, then, guys. If we're talking about this, Let, let's go ahead and, oh, and see what I did there. I loaded into the score oh, prediction. You did. Look at that lead in. Look, look at that like transaction. There you go. See, let's see. I got this. Talk about my Braves. Put up. Oh, okay. Well, time out. Let let Austin talk. I did. I did kind of overshadow that. So let Austin talk. He deserves that. Austin, get your get your two minutes of fame here. I man. have been a fan of this team for fifteen freaking years, <laughs> and they won me a freaking championship. Do you know how happy I was? I I I, I went to my first Braves game before I like. I don't think I was five years old when my first Braves game. I, I can I can. There's a video of uh, me watching Freddie Freeman at bat in 2011, man. I, I've been waiting for so long, watching every freaking night on the. When team. I went to my first Brave games, I don't think video cameras were even a thing. <laughs> no, I just I, I'm just pointing out how old I am. But anyway, go ahead. Old as shit. Oh no. Go ahead, Austin. Anyways, he's about to start crying. Champions. My Braves are world champions. That's all I got to say. Braves are. Uh, have you been? Hey Austin, have you been Please just like Please Freddie Freeman. That's it. Have you Austin, have you just been like throughout the week you'll be just doing the most random things and like you'll just be sitting there like I'll be like writing something and then it'll just like pop into my head like the Braves won a World Series and then I get all like excited again and and just like freak out, have like a mini freak out. Then I get back to what I'm doing and then like 30 minutes later I'll be like oh my god the Braves won the World Series and then I'll be like all excited again because it pops into my head at random moments. So I probably look really freaky, like just sitting there doing something and randomly <laughs> smiling really big. It's just, but it's just crazy. You always expected them to choke eventually. Like they were going to find a moment to choke on it. <laughs> wait, 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 son. Mr. Who? Freezing Cold takes. Who? Oh. Who said they were going to go to the World Series? Say it again, go Austin. Go and say it again to everyone listening. Rainy called we the world champions. Let me clap for why you not why'd you not bet on it? You would have made a lot of money. Well, because at the beginning of the season, at the beginning of the season, he said uh he tweeted out on April Fool's Day as he Yeah, that's that, right. April that, Fool's <laughs> as that the Braves would choke again in the um in the World Series. So you know, you know the biggest freezing cold take of that whole entire freezing cold take is that freezing cold take. Took the bait from my freezing cold take that wasn't actually a freezing cold take, and they got freezing cold take by their own damn brand because it's April Fools. Suck it, suck it. All right, guys. Final scores: Georgia, Tennessee. What you got, Austin? What do you got? Um, you know. 
He's already talked himself into an upset. I haven't quite. <laughs> no, we're not upsetting Georgia. No, 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 no. We're not doing it. It's that, only no. Sunday. Give him a few days. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Georgia 34, Tennessee 21. I hate that prediction because it's so boring. Okay. Okay. Lacey? Um, I'm going to go 38-17. Georgia? Yeah. So you guys ready for this? You guys ready? Tennessee beats Georgia 32-31 to 31 on a two-point conversion to close out the game. You have smoked a lot of crack today, Rainey. That's happening. Write it down. Mark it down. 32. You you really you literally predicted the win like okay, through going throughout the season. At the beginning of the season you were very wrong, but when it came to the ga- actual games, you've predicted every single game right so far. You've really like win or loss, you haven't predicted a score right. Hey, hey, re- rewind yourself just a tad. What did you just you predicted oh. almost every game right? <laughs> you have no no, at the very beginning of the season, like your preseason prediction when you made your list, you were very wrong. But when we go on, on the podcast, you've been right. Like you predicted that we'd lose a, a, a tough point to Ole Miss. You predicted – I mean, you've been accurate. You okay, said, so I'm going to be accurate this week, I'm, all right? 32 I'm, to 31 Tennessee Volunteers. But I'm saying you uh, – Rainy, you, are you sure? Wow. That is it. That's are a score. You, okay, I mean, I'm okay. I, I mean – I mean, if you were, if you're going to speak it into existence, I'm perfectly okay with it. That's the score. Like no. you, thirty-two, thirty-one. Are you, you coming? Know. Are you coming down? Are you going to the away. game? The game. If I, get, if I got tickets, yeah. So you're going to the Tennessee Georgia game? Sure. Okay, because I'm gonna say if you're gonna predict this upset, you better. Come. I knew Austin was going, and enough. Obviously, I'll be there. Thirty-two, so thirty-one. You know. And then we burn Knoxville to the ground because we. This does line oh up. Oh my God! Don't get don't get my hopes up, Rainy. I swear to God. It is a sleeper game. It is a sleeper game. Thirty-two, thirty-one. The offense they haven't seen before. This is de- I, we can definitely hold their offense slightly in check. Their offense, their offense isn't as. They just have such an elite defense that the, it makes their offense look okay. They're. Cool. I'm not. They're. They've got a couple fast. Receivers that we'd have to worry about, but uh, you also have to worry about their quarterbacks getting it to them. I mean, I'm just not impressed with their quarterbacks. Okay, I'm gonna list a couple of stupid reasons why I think. But their defense is just—they've so never seen an offense like ours. They've never seen an offense like ours. We can hold their offense in check. We can. Our our defense is not that great, but we can hold them in check. Georgia is due a game where they just completely crap the bed. <clears throat> They always find. Ooh, like 2019 they, South Carolina. Yeah. We could be 2019 South Carolina. 1831. Except with uh, more <laughs> points. All right. Who catches? Uh, what is the two point conversion? What? Tell me the play. Tell me the two point conversion. Are you just saying big, big ball? Oh, no. It's, it's... goes for two to win it instead of going to overtime? Yeah. <laughs> He goes straight to win it, and it's Hinton Hooker. I think that'd be smart, honestly. Hinton Hooker. It's Hinton Hooker, Kiwi draw right up the middle. Touchdown. 33-31. Balls. That's it. That's how it ends. 
All right. We'll see. All right. We'll find out. We'll I'll find see, out. See y'all Saturday. All Number right, one game of the country. Let's do it. Peace out, homies. Oof. Bye, Eric. <laughs> Bye, Eric. <laughs>
they have to go back to their freaking coal mines knowing they blew another opportunity <laughs> to get the win over the team wearing orange and freaking white dancing on their on their logo. That's what that's what I'm no, feeling, man. They they weren't even dancing. They were doing snow angels and it was beautiful. <laughs> and I loved yeah. every minute of it. Lacey, how you doing, girl? Oh, I mean, I'm doing good. I mean, we beat it, Tennessee beats the best Kentucky teams that ever existed. It's like death, <laughs> death taxes and Tennessee beating the best Kentucky teams that ever exist. However, I was at work last night watching this game while actively booking people into jail. So it would be, I would be like asking, you know, verifying them, asking them their questions. And then I'd be like, shit. And like, because <laughs> I was mad at our defense. So they'd be like, it was like I had, like I had like a like some type of form of Tourette's or something while I was like actively like being trying to be professional. Then I'd be like, "Shit! Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. what what are you doing?" And they're like, "What is up with you?" But yeah, besides that, I mean, and everybody laughing at me because I was a total disaster of a mess for like three hours. But yeah, that was, I, I was. I mean, you're right, Lacey, because. <laughs> I mean, I did the same thing. And it, it, what Austin said earlier before the podcast, how the hell did we win that game? If you look I, at the stats, I went back and I looked. I mean, if you take off whose stats are whose and you look at just the stats on, on offense and defense, that looks like a game that Kentucky should have won by at least 24, if not more points. Yeah. You, you, I mean, you if take, you look you, at it. Yeah, you take the names off. It is insane. You you take the names off the scorecard. You take the names off the scoreboard. And you're like, how in the world did that other team in orange beat the the dumb people in blue? And it's just, it's incredible. It's insane. It's insane. And you know what's even crazier? It could have been more lopsided because we had a drive where we had a huge pass that was almost touchdown. And then we immediately turned it over on our own 30. And then we had a drive that ended in our red zone where we missed the field goal. So it could be, we could have even won that game by more. It, oh, yeah, we, it's, that, it's, it could have been a blowout. It could have been. And I mean, the we, biggest flex to me was Hypel using Kentucky's slow tempo offense against them to keep their offense on the field and wear them out. Yeah. Um, when usually it's the opposite, they use our high tempo offense to make our defense be out there. But our defense is, I, I mean, I have a lot of problems with our defense right now, but at the same time, they came up with the big stop, the biggest stop when they needed it, like they did two years ago in uh, on the grocery store field. And <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm not going to be too hard on them when they came up with the biggest stop of the game. But at the same time, you could tell our defense was at least a lot more if used to being on the field the majority of the time after since the Alabama game. But, I mean, that and Kentucky faking injuries to give the Tennessee uh, defense a break was a weird flex, but... I that, mean, listen, that crap, that it's, it's legal. But that crap has got to stop. I mean, that is the most ridiculous... It's, it's 40... It's 30 to 40 degrees outside. You ain't... You're not cramping up. You're not cramping oh, up. I mean, did you and see the, the them before they did it? I mean, it's not even close. Oh it's yeah, so obvious. it was it was it was it was similar to Ole Miss. And I'm sitting there, and then the trainers run up there like, "Wow, I guess we got to grab his leg and start massaging his calf, dude. Stop it! You you look stupid. You're massaging something that's not even hurt, and you just 
you just look dumb. I mean, they're like, they just run out there and just grab the leg immediately and start freaking molesting the leg. I'm just like, dude, just stop. It's, it's, it's the most annoying thing in the world. Just they've got to make a rule. And once, and I tweeted this out last night, once they make the rule to where they can't do that anymore, people that play Tennessee are screwed. Yeah. They're screwed. Yeah. Man, sometimes, uh, did you know it's not Jacob Warren touchdown? Uh, they were showing the replay of the play before. And we were scoring already in the uh, in like a little extra box. <laughs> it, it, I mean, they literally can't show you the replay of the play before. By the time we're scoring on the next play, it's insane how fast <laughs> oh, oh, we oh, run. Oh, it's, yeah, it's no, like I know exactly. Ever seen. I know exactly what you're talking about because I, um, for the people that follow uh, follow us out there on our account, I like to record the TV because you can't really post, you know, stuff from the actual network because of certain things or certain rules or whatever, but like I'll, I'll, I'll record the TV and post a play. And I couldn't even post that play because the TV that they actually scored on was like up in the right hand corner while the massive display was doing the replay. And you have yeah, no just, time to actually look at the dead gum play because the replay still going on because we're moving so fast. It's a, it's something like you never seen before, man, but it works. It works. Can't have that many that many complaints about it if it works, man. Touché, and almost, I don't think I don't think our defense was that winded, crazy enough, because you know they were getting breaks in between each play, and they weren't having to run the whole field like Kentucky Kentucky's players were. That's I mean, what I was. That's it. what I was saying is that yeah, our defense struggled, but I think that was more so of them having that like mobile court. I think we just struggle against more mobile quarterbacks than non than ones that are not necessarily as mobile and it had nothing really to do with them being winded more so of just struggling on that the mobile quarterback front but um yeah I just thought it was hilarious how Mark Stoops was trying to use things against us which turned around to be work in our favor it just just shows that Kentucky's going to Kentucky and that yeah they beat us last year but that was 110 percent entirely on Jeremy the Fraud Pruitt and Garantano, I, Garantano threw him for 88 yards and two interceptions immediately. So, um, which, which brings up a good point of gosh, I love Hendon Hooker. I just, I, I was, love, a, I love Hendon Hooker. Was about to say that, Lacey. No, got all to give heroes wear capes. Yes. And we have to give so that guy, and I have to give credit I've, to Austin. Okay. Austin was so high on Hendon Hooker. And I kind of bashed him for it when he came in because I watched him at Virginia Tech, and I was like, he's okay, he's fine, whatever. But, again, Austin says that Heupel is a quarterback whisperer before he comes in. Everyone's kind of giving him crap on Twitter. You can go back and find it somehow. But everyone's like, dude, you're just getting ahead of yourself. You're getting too excited. I was one of them. Austin called it. He said he's a quarterback whisperer, hand and hooker, reminds him of Josh Dobbs. He runs like Josh Dobbs. So I'm giving you credit, Austin. I'm giving you credit. Thank you. Yeah, but you does that not get called points? It. I mean, he yeah, he called it, okay? He called and it. And I give really him credit did. on that. But he also said that Josh Heupel was the next Dan Mullen. And let's see how that's working out. Well, no. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not perfect, man. I, I shouldn't have said that about <laughs> he's Josh not. Heupel. He's not perfect, but. He, but, I'm just I'm just messing with no, you, Austin. No, but seriously, no, he, he, did. Did. he called it. He did, yeah. call, he did call the Hannon Hooker thing. And I laughed in his face. I, I laughed I in his face. Was regretting saying it though after I saw the uh, open practice. He didn't look good at all. 
in the open practice we went to, I think me and uh, Cody went to. And um, so I was, like, really regretting saying all that. And he comes out in the season, man, this guy's a whole different guy. This guy's going to get drafted in the NFL. In the orange and white white game, all we heard about was Harrison Bailey. Mm -hmm. Harrison Bailey. My, my, how those – have those calls gone silent? Yeah, but I mean, it's it just goes to show you. Big, big balls. Hypel admits that he's wrong and makes the change. Unlike mm-hmm. other quarterbacks, I mean, not quarterbacks, other head coaches that we've had can admit their mistakes and say, "Oh, I've got to make a change." They 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 got to say, "I've got to be right. I, I've got to be right. I, I can't be proven wrong, dude." Hypel said, okay, I made the wrong choice. I'm going to make the right choice, and I'm going to switch him out. And Hendon Hooker is now going to get drafted in the NFL. He would not have gotten drafted before he came to Tennessee. He wouldn't have. And now he's going to get drafted because that kid can throw a dime. Down not even, the- I mean, not even that, but the thing about it is, is Jeremy Pruitt's the one who, remember, like right before he got fired, is the one who recruited – Hooker to Tennessee. But the thing about it is, mm-hmm. is Pruitt would still be starting JG with Hooker on the bench and taking a knee at halftime. I don't even know if Hooker even right before or Pruitt even knew who, who – I don't even know who, if Pruitt knew who Hooker was. Yeah. You know, who do you think, who do you think it was? was? Process. I think it was more Hooker, to be honest. I think he just kind of – Well, he didn't it. recruit himself. Well, no, I, I, I get it. it. I, I just feel like Jeremy Pruitt was so clueless that his coaches. I'm trying to remember what I heard when uh, he came. I remember it was almost like Hooker almost threw himself at Tennessee. Like he, like he didn't even ask anyone when he put out the tweet. It was well, weird. Well, damn! If you were a Hooker, wouldn't you have been like, "Hey, Tennessee has no quarterbacks, and I have yeah. to be a quarterback." I mean, really, when yeah. you think about it. But I get at the same time, someone had to have been recruiting him. But I, I, I still think that if it was Chaney. Pruitt he still would have started someone else and he would have been stubborn and Hooker would have sat the bench just because that's how how it went underneath him. There, there's there's just there's a difference between practice and when the lights are turned on and you go and play. And oh, Hooker, my God. Hooker is so damn smooth out there. I mean, he is so smooth. Sometimes he holds onto the ball a little long and gets sacked. But other times, the way he maneuvers on a scramble or, or the way he makes a quick decision – it's just, it's so smooth, it's so quick, and dang it, it looks so good, and he is he, so good. He is so he good. He throws such a good ball. He does. That's what I've noticed. His ball oh, – this sounds weird. His balls are so catchable. <laughs> 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 they are. Like, the, the passes he, he – like, I remember JG, he made me so frustrated because he throw a ball and it'd just be, like, firing at someone's hand, like, coming at the Or Milton at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Milton yeah. at the beginning of the season. We knew that and, we'd have a receiver open. We too. knew we'd overthrow it. Like every time Levis had an incomplete pass, it was usually because the guys just couldn't hold on to it. It was coming in too hard. That that is never an issue with Hooker. He it's just no. the perfect speed. And he had one overthrow the whole game, I think. It was uh Tilma was open for a touchdown and oh yeah. It just missed oh. his it just missed his open hands. Yeah. And uh I remember thinking like, well, I'm not too mad at Hooker because you know, if Milton tried to throw that, it'd be in Louisville right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Austin, Austin, you saying that, that, that stuff about the balls and stuff. Sorry, but I have to bring this up. At the tailgate at the Ole Miss game, uh, Jalen Hutt's 
mom was standing next to me and she was like <laughs> she was like yeah Hyatt loves uh, Hooker's balls a lot more <laughs> and then she and then she stares straight at me she goes oh that sounded so bad <laughs> mm-hmm. I forgot about that <laughs> she's just man they were so funny but she was just like oh yeah that, sound, that sounded horrible oh um, my god I forgot all about that thank you for reminding me of that yeah that was hilarious but they're, they're just great in general Oh yeah, they're parents, awesome. like they're so down to earth, and they're not like <laughs> they're not like those stuck up parents no, like that. No. Like they're just they're just <laughs> great people, and they're hilarious. They are hilarious. But yeah. yeah, it was it was it was so funny. But Hinton Hooker, my goodness, he had 316 passing yards, four touchdowns uh, in 13 inter- minutes. Never mm-hmm. had a drop, one drop, mm. one single drop lasted longer than one minute. That's freaking crazy. <laughs> That is, that is just nuts. I've never I mean, seen a game like that. I mean, never in a million years that I think I'd see a game like that. Hey, and we got Alante credit, Alante Taylor credit. He said, uh, "Yep." He said, "We don't lose Kentucky." Comes out and gets a pick mm-hmm. six, does a snaky leg in the end zone. I was going, I was going to say, I was gonna, I made a tweet earlier talking about my takeaway from the game was all these people were fast, and I was so close to put an Alante Taylor can dance at the bottom of it, but <laughs> I mean, he. He called it. He called his number. He called it. Said that we don't lose to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And you, that, that was should one. be the mindset. That should be the mindset. Okay, so I want to get y'all's biggest takeaway from the games. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna say my takeaway real quick. The biggest takeaway from the entire game, and that kind of wants you guys' opinion. I think my biggest takeaway, it, and it might be your takeaway, but I'm gonna. This is my takeaway. Um, the biggest takeaway from the entire game. The single most thing that caught my attention and the single most thing that made the Tennessee Volunteers victorious on Saturday was the field goal right before halftime. That won us the game because we won by three. Huge. That I won us right the game. Happened. Did you? Did you see my tweet when I uh-uh. said it happened? I said that I might not. be the difference by the end of the game. Oh, that when that he, that won the game. Yeah. My first, my that first thought four was four passes to Tillman, just perfect. My, I, the yeah, but my first so thought, God. oh yeah, they were. My first thought like, was, oh no, didn't get a playoff. We only got five seconds. Well, we can do it in two. Right, so uh, shut yeah. the hell up. I think you should take the sixty yarder right here. How about you shut up? Oh well, my they, gosh. Well, they said that we couldn't get. They didn't think we'd be able to get another playoff. We got two more before the field goal. But anyway, my biggest takeaway on that field goal was that the previous coaching staff would have needed mm-hmm. and went into the mm-hmm. went into the locker room. They wouldn't have tried. He did it multiple times, and it was just so refreshing to have a coach that took every single second that they could and used it, didn't take a single second for granted, and it made a difference in the game. But uh, before I do my takeaway, what do you, what's your response to that, Austin? What's uh, about having a – To Rainey's, to Rainey's no. takeaway. What, what's, what's, your biggest, what's your biggest takeaway, Austin, for the game? Um, Lacey the said game? that – well, well, like, no, well, I have, no, that was that, that was my takeaway from your takeaway. I haven't given uh, my biggest takeaway yet. I just figured Austin had a response to your takeaway. Okay, well, yeah. Austin, oh, I, 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 I think I agree with that. I think I agree with it because I said it yeah. when it happened. I, it was yeah. a big moment where I think won you that football game. Um, that's just I, – I remember saying right when it happened, like because we lost momentum in the game. We had a 14-7 uh, lead. 
Then we uh, turn the ball over. They tie the game up. We don't score, and it's 21-14. We yeah. eventually cut it to 21-21, but we can't freaking stop them. And we finally get a stop on fourth down. And uh, we had the ball, I think it was at the 35 with 16 seconds to go. And, and I know it's looking hard to score it there, but, man, this offense can do anything. Like, I, I, I believe in them in every situation. And I, I, I said immediately, we have to score it here. And I feel saying, dude, there's 16 seconds, man. You don't have to score here. My God. But I'm like, man, in this kind of game, it's you need it. And we worked our way down the field there, got the field goal, and that ended up being the difference, man. I totally agree. Did did y'all think – okay, so on that last 16 seconds when they were going down before they hit the field goal, before the half, did anyone else think Cedric Tillman dropped up? How the hell did he catch that ball? I thought oh, he oh, I watched. It. I thought he I dropped it. it back. I, I, he, he just wrapped it up, like it was one handed, just wrapped it in by his body, and his feet were still on the ground. I know. So, I, I thought the same thing you thought. I thought he dropped. I, I had it. to watch it back. Yeah, I looked be, at man. He just had a perfect grab of it. It was just perfect, like one arm. Okay, so so it was this, the same way with that touchdown. His t- touchdown catch. I yeah, didn't realize that he even caught it until I saw him hand the ball off. Is yeah. he a top ten receiver in the SEC? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he has we have, to be we have two of them. Mm-hmm. Javante Payton and him. Payton, Velas Jones. Great I was going to say Velas Jones. My God. Okay, so so that's what that's what Hinton Hooker said. He says we have the best receivers in the entire. I think he said country. Pretty sure he said country. And I'm not denying that. Oh, like they're God. unbelievable. They 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 gave Kentucky fits. And no, not even just Kentucky. They're burning Alabama. They're they're burning everyone. Yeah, I mean it's I mean, insane. They, oh, they highly talented guys that were that were very desirable. Like it's not that it shouldn't be that big of a surprise. But you know, you know what kind of sucks though. You gotta be watching this like as Marquez Callaway, Jawan Jennings, oh, Josh Malone, just being like, huh, that would have been nice. Not in the work fun. of Jarrett Garitano. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're working with the back up, the third string quarterback at Washington State. <laughs> no, it's Which it's is, honestly uh, it's nice to see our you know our our NFL receivers. It's finally nice to actually get to see them do something in college first before they become outstanding. Yes. Very uh, good point. Outstanding receivers in the NFL because I'm so sick and tired of seeing mm. all of our receivers show out in the NFL but barely seeing anything from them in college but it's nice to actually see them showing out in college too it's not going to be another alvin Kamara and uh josh palmer callaway i mean it's not like that we're actually seeing it real time now i think the only person that really showed out in college that is actually like making an impact as of today is cordero patterson (laughs) Cordero patterson won the game today for atlanta I mean, he had a good offensive coach. He, uh, uh-huh. Derek Dooley wasn't good at much, but he knew how to get the ball in the he did. his hands. He did. He that did. offense was not bad. That offense was pretty freaking good. But, um, I mean, that that the, the offense is just incredible. And, and shout out to Jeremy Banks. <laughs> you had no personal fouls. Shout out, buddy. 
Shout. Me. There was one out where I was a little scared. <laughs> it was getting a little handsy. I'm like, oh, no, no. Please, yeah, but no. I thought if they were going to call anything, they were going to call it on the Kentucky player who started it. I just think yeah. that he was able to keep from reacting so much to it because I'm okay. sure that was hard. Okay, okay, okay. We have gotten <laughs> the worst treatment in the history of time with the refs. Mm. But, 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 today we got to give them a little credit, man. They, they, we, we got a little preferential treatment. On oh, one call lie. that didn't even matter in the long run. Okay, still, though, I could it not It doesn't matter because. I could not believe it when they gave Stoops the, the, uh, the personal foul. Oh, my gosh. You want to know why, Austin? That? Austin, you want to know why? Because Hinton Hooker passed for 316 <laughs> yards, and that's the Lord's number. Okay, the Lord was on our side, all right. No, but the whole but thing, like, the whole point, about it, Kentucky geez. fans would have a point. They'd have a point if they somehow didn't convert that fourth down. Okay, but they did. So they don't they, deserve a point. <laughs> they okay, deserve okay, nothing. Okay, okay. But I'm saying, you, you get what I'm saying? That they can't use the refs as an excuse. They ended up converting that fourth down, and they still lost. So, I don't know how they could be like, well, we lost because the refs didn't call that face mask, blah, 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 blah. You guys still converted the fourth down. It was your coach that got the personal foul that got you guys out of field, field goal range, True, if you, even if you would have converted that. In my opinion, that. though, a coach should be able to say whatever he wants to an official in that situation, <laughs> unless he starts swinging at him. Like, I yeah. Think, I think, yeah. Honestly, nah, nah, it's Kentucky. Your quarterback eats bananas with the pill on them. He's weird. They deserve to lose. And we somehow beat them. I know. I'm amazed, too. I thought that was the secret to it all. Kentucky threw the house at us, and they still couldn't beat a team with, like, 150 transfers in the transfer portal. You still couldn't do it. You're Kentucky. Go to hell. They've You're lost Kentucky. three straight now. Three straight they've lost. After – no, oh, three straight games. Yes, you're right. You're right. Weeks, so they you're haven't right. won a game in four weeks. You know when your car is on the highway and it's sputtering because it's out of gas? That's Kentucky right now. <laughs> They're sputtering <laughs> down the highway. That's what oh, they man. are right now. And you know what's even better? That was their game. Like, that was the game to save their season. I know. They played great on offense. Will Levis had an awesome game. That guy balled the fuck out. Uh, there's no denying He eats bananas. I know, but I got to give it he's to the him. Be- they, No, they he's the best quarterback that they've had. He's the best quarterback that they've had in yeah. a long time. It's, it's weird. They have an offense that actually resembles something modern for once. And, uh, but but they, they gave such great effort, Kentucky did, and they still lost. That's it. They're, they're dead. They're going to go lose probably two more games. That's like our version of Florida, though. Like, we are to them what Florida <sighs> is to us. Let's not talk about Florida. I am. Let, let's just talk about the good things right now and leave that in the past, Lacey. I, good grief. I, I'm, let's okay, just talk I'm still, about. No, I'm still going right, to make I know comparison. some of y'all are going to say, like, even if we got matched up with Florida again, we'd get our butts kicked. But no, no we we, we, if we saw Florida again, we, 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 we drag those fools. No, Dan Mullen has lost that team 110% completely, has lost that team. He's lost them worse than Jeremy Pruitt lost Tennessee. And I don't even think that's possible. I didn't even think it was possible. <laughs> it's, it's so bad, man. Like that guy, it kind of reminds me of Bobby Trino's last year at Louisville. Like that, there's just no, no. even awesome. slight communication with that. Team. Awesome. That's it's not bad. It's great. It's great. Oh, it's it's, it's great. 
it's Jeez, great except for us playing them at the beginning of the season. The only thing bad about it is us playing them at the beginning of the season. I'm 100% for moving the Florida game to November. 100% because this happens every time that they have like a complete breakdown. South Carolina gets to beat them. South Carolina, that horrible South Carolina team that we scored, so 28, we scored 28 points on them in the first quarter, beat them 40 to 17. I yeah. mean, it's it's not. I'm I'm pissed. I want to play them in November. Yes. Am okay. I crazy? Am, am I crazy here, or am I a little more? I'm a little embarrassed now. How bad we got beaten in the second half by Alabama after last night? Well, no. I'm, no, I'm no. not. No, no, I'm not. No, they struggled with an LSU team that didn't have like half its roster. It it okay, but again. That's why you play sports. That's why you play sports. No, if it, no, crap I'm not. happens because I, I'm. I know a lot of people are like the score is the only thing that matters at the end of the game. No. To me, that's not true. I was very, very happy with the way a first year head coach and Josh Heupel with the depleted Tennessee team gave Alabama everything they had for three yeah, and a half quarters. We, we, we did play great. It just, it just didn't reflect on the scoreboard. The it, it did not reflect yeah. at all on the scoreboard. It's speaking of scoreboard, I know, but I, I just uh, I just hate looking at that. And speaking of scoreboards, like you're just missing scoreboards. You just missing this out. Florida game. I, my entire family had a cookout. I was very intoxicated at the point where the final score came on the TV, and I literally had to ask the person next to me, "Dude, I know I'm I'm, I'm drunk right now, and my vision's blurry, but is that is that correct?" <laughs> It was correct. Florida, go to Hill as well as Kentucky. South as well. Carolina played with God. a walk-on quarterback. Insane. South Carolina started a walk-on quarterback who was previously at some FCS school and walked on, and he first ever time playing or starting in an FBS game. I think he may have got a couple snaps some other time. But, yeah, walk-on quarterback beats Florida. That 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 is crazy. But but what comes That's to mind, yeah. But what comes to mind for me, what's even crazier is what Josh Hypo is doing with this team right now. Which which That's leads crazy. me to my takeaway. Can I do That's my crazy. takeaway now? Do it. Okay, because that leads right into my takeaway. Okay, I heard so many people at the beginning of the season, especially after the spring game, uh, opposing fan bases say that Josh Hypo's offense would never work in the SEC. Right. And throughout the season, I mean, I tried not to jump on the, okay, this is going to work train like two or three games into the season. But, I mean, we're towards the end of the season now. And last night kind of solidified my opinion that if we can build depth at defense, because defensive depth is going to be really important for this offense since the offense moves so fast, the defense is on the field a lot, we need depth in defense. But if we can get depth in defense, Josh Heupel's offense is going to run all, run and throw all over SC, all these other SEC teams. Okay. He, so Josh Heupel's – Yes. So you say well, that – you, 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 you know say, what I mean. I mean, like, the scoreboard is going to actually reflect it in the end. Like, games against Alabama, it's going to reflect it if we can get depth at defense. Well, Kentucky, yes. well, we would, you, if you we say, would have had depth at defense, we would have beat them by – I mean – we only had 13 minutes. We would have depth of defense gives more. We would have gotten more turnovers from them. We would have not been on the field as much because we would have stopped them. We wouldn't have given them, given up so many third downs. I'm saying we would have killed them. Okay. Lacey. How much of Georgia's defense getting drafted? A lot. 
you think they'll be not as good next year? I don't know. We're, we're talking. Well, let's just. Yeah, I don't, let, let, you're let's just, too quickly. Yeah, let, let, right let's just stop. Go. Let's just stop about next year and let's talk about it right now. <laughs> I, I think. Listen, I, let's let, let, kind of already for this year. Okay. Well, we'll see. Um, but Lacey, to go along with what you just said, you're like, we need depth of defense. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. But here is two things that I think that need to happen for for Josh Heupel's plan to completely just work. Um, they they need to come up with uh, the SEC or whoever needs to, to to fix that stupid. I got a cramp rule. Once they fix that, teams are screwed. Tennessee does need depth of defense, but once they get depth at linebacker, that is going to make a massive difference. Massive difference. If they have depth, oh, oh. just linebackers in general right now. I, I was saying uh, in that game, I had a tweet in the game where I said, if Jawan Mitchell is healthy, we win that game by 17 points. Exactly. That, te- that Texas linebacker we got, if he's yes. there, then it's a – Exactly. Beasley was terrible. Uh, Salon Page did, did better than, than Beasley did, but still not – not hardly that good. You exactly, Austin. You have you have a group of linebackers that is a complete. This is a completely different season. I mean, it's because people are just running it straight at the middle. Quarterbacks are just taking yeah. off, running it straight at the middle because they know there's nothing there. Once you get yeah, dead, they hit they hit Beasley and then they go for five yards after. Exactly, exactly. And once it you was, get it was the yards after contact that killed us. That was pissing me off. That made me angry. I was like, we oh, have tackled. Did. No, we have tackled so well all season. And then we come into this game, and I'm like, dude, what the hell are we doing? We can't like tackle anything. I kind of feel like Kentucky just came in ready to ball. I kind of felt like they, they were just, like, not going to go down the first hit. Like, and we weren't, we weren't matching their physicality. Yeah, and they still lost. Yep. No, they did, everything <laughs> they, needed, they did everything they needed to do to, do to win that game, but they're Kentucky. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's I, the I, way I, to sum, summarize the game. I, I was I, I was just that was what I was coming away with, and we weren't filling our gaps right. But they they did play great. I'll give them that. Still lost for that Kentucky. I they played great. I remember looking at the score. Remember looking at the score at halftime, and telling everyone around me, "How are we up by three? How are we how are we up by three? You know why? And and I gave a lot of a, a lot of flat to Josh Heupel and his staff. Before the half happened, I'm like, what are they doing? Like, some of the calls were so dumb, and we're, we're not coaches. We just watch it. I'm like, you can do this, you can do that, but we're not coaches. But how in the heck are we up by three at half after all? We were down by 10 right before the half, and then we're up by three. It's just like, how is this? Why, how? That's, that, that's, that's a testament to the coaching style and, and adjusting and making – Given, you know, players instilling Man. confidence in the players, it's just like I got. I just hypo is. This is fun. Mm-hmm. This is fun. They're good. I mean, they're good. You can't deny it. I mean, you look at Jeremy Banks. Jeremy, everyone's like, get Jeremy Banks off the damn field all last season. Now they're like, oh my god, what if we lose Jeremy Banks? We're screwed. That's just a testament to the coaching staff. They're good. Man, this is this is all heading in such a good direction. I mean, you get some really more talent on the floor with uh, on the on the field, more depth, and we also just got some really good news. Uh, I don't know if y'all heard, but we are going to not issue self issue a bowl ban. 
So that's huge news. And Which I know good, good for us. Still... Good for the administration. Yeah. Because we've already we've done we've I feel like we've enough. done everything. Yeah. We've suffered enough, number one. I mean, we cheated, but we sucked. Like yeah. we sucked really bad while we cheated. I mean, that <laughs> that literally is punishment enough. The story and, of our lives. And I can see people being like, Well, yeah, well they 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 did clean house, they did get rid of all those people, they did do this and all that, but they're still better. Well, that's not our problem. We did what we had to do to clean up the cheating mess, and we got a better result out of it. That's not our problem. This is also important in building the program. It, 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 it you're really be able to put a good class together now, a decent it, class. Hopefully. It really, it, no, Austin, you're you're completely correct. It's 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 huge in building the product. It's it's huge in everything that we're going to do in the future. And I, I just right now, I am sitting in my apartment. With my feet up on my coffee table, leaning back doing this podcast because I'm not relaxed, because I'm not stressed, I'm not on edge. I feel I feel fine. Like I just feel like this is like it's different. Like I was trying I was trying to tell my dad that last night. I was talking to my dad, and he was like, "Well, we've seen this before." I'm like, "We yeah, we have, Dad. We've seen this before." Blah 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 blah. blah. But this this doesn't feel the same. It feels different. This is different. This is not the same. These these players these these coaches they're all on the same mindset the same page they they know what they're thinking they 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 can look at each other and know exactly what each other's thinking and that is good news that is good stuff because we haven't had that and I feel like so long because so many players I felt like could not stand Butch so many players. Could not stand here, Pruitt. I feel like this entire team likes Josh Heupel. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm He's looking. I'm, dude. I'm looking at our predictions. Our predictions for the football season right now. And. What's funny is if you look through the replies, everybody's telling Austin that he's on crack and that he's setting himself up for heartbreak. When honestly. Austin's gotten closer to than anybody huh. on this. Me and Rainey had five and seven. We have losses to Kentucky. Austin's the only one who said we'd beat Kentucky. Um, They're Kentucky. The funniest. The funny. <laughs> I think the funniest. <laughs> some some of us had PTSD from last year. Some of us did not stop crying for hours after the game and passed out sitting at a bar. After uh, the game, and cried. Rainy took pictures. Oh, I bawled my eyes out. <laughs> well, and Rainy, you know, Rainy took that Ohio picture, the famous picture. <laughs> Rainy took his ever so famous picture where he stuck a beer next to me when I was asleep <laughs> on the bar table. <laughs> you were asleep. You're passed out. Don't tell me you're. Sleeping. I was sleeping. I was tired. I was no, tired. You had about twelve alcoholic beverages, and you passed out. Don't say I was tired. <laughs> I was sleeping. BS. <laughs> The funniest part of looking at this prediction thing is all three of us predicted that we were going to lose to Missouri. Well, because yeah. Missouri was good. <laughs> they were they supposed good to be good. They were good. What happened to them? Eli Drinkwitz slash Austin Brown. I don't know what happened. Like, <laughs> I, I thought they, he was going to be like this. Me too. Like Gary Patterson or something. Me you know? too. I thought he was going to really be a good coach than just like have yeah. eight seasons every year. Wow. Missouri, right. you can go to hell too. Everyone else can go to hell. I mean, it's just ah, I that just was funny. We were watching the the Georgia Missouri game yesterday, 
And <laughs> I walked in there after I woke up because where I work nights, I'll wake up periodically on on football Saturday um, to watch certain parts of the game. Well, I woke up and I walked in there and it was like right at halftime. I was like, hmm, you guys didn't score 21 points against Missouri in the first quarter? Amateurs. Like, just because we predicted Missouri to be so good and then we just ran all over them. Like, crazy. But, yeah, well. speak, speaking of that, uh, I, I, in my opinion, this upcoming week, I think it's the best defense versus the best offense in the SEC. Hmm. What do y'all think? Curious. I'm curious. I'm curious to watch it. Um, listen. I think we'd score more than 27 on Liberty. So. I think Tennessee scores the most points. Against Georgia, what are you talking? No, no, I'm just I'm trying, I'm trying to think of the second best offense, like us and Ole Miss. I we have, the, well, I think we, I think we have the, I think they have the better. I, I mean, Hooker's great, but I think that they have the better quarterback on paper. I, I mean, yeah. I would still take Hooker all day. I take Hooker over Corral mm-hmm. all day just because I just am biased and I love Hooker. I love Hooker. Mm-hmm. Hooker's um, just – he's so good. Yeah, so – He's smart. On paper, yeah, they have their Heisman contending quarterback. But I think overall Love our hookers. offense is better. I do. Uh, okay, so listen here. You say our offense is better. And I got to bring this up. Because I don't know what Ty and Evans is – happened to Ty and Evans. Dude's disappeared. I don't know if he's hurt. I, yeah, I think he's hurt. He, he, he got, got hurt. banged. He, he got, got banged up in the. He got banged up again in the first. Okay. Half of the okay. game. So, so I didn't see because I was, and never saw the field again. I was walking in and out of the um, from the from my from the house to the deck. I didn't really see it. Um, but you talking about the best offense? Give Jabari small. Can, can, that that run he had was just insane. Where he just completely mm-hmm. broke his ankle. That was yeah. insane. Um, no. But we got to give you got to give some credit. To Jalen Wright, even though that drive ended up in just the most dumb situation ever, where we got all the way down the red zone and just called stupid play calls. He's, he's still, a true freshman, isn't he? Yeah, he's from Memphis, Jalen Wright. I'm pretty sure from is Memphis. He, is he sure. a, he's a true freshman though, because if he's a true freshman, then he's gonna be good. Oh no, he's he's a freshman. Okay, um, he's gonna be good. Yeah, and um he um he ran so much time on the clock with the runs that he had. He came in and he busted some big runs like late in the game to, to, to milk some time off the clock. Was that Even the though, whole two minute drive? The, like the longest drive we had of two minutes and 13 seconds. Uh, I'm not hundred percent positive, but I know it was later in the game. And by this time I've had many, many alcoholic beverages and Oh, never mind. We didn't score on that drive. Never no, we mind. didn't. We didn't because that was a drive that I got insanely oh. mad. I got I got really mad because we, we drove oh. it all the way down the field with Jalen Wright. He had all those carries. We got down to the red zone and we just didn't give the running back the ball one time. I, I did not I did not get that. I mean I kinda get it. Like you want to switch up the play call a little bit, but I, I would just keep going head. First. It goes with a stupid phrase, if it's not broke, don't like don't fix it. Like I just, I was so angry. I was like, that would have put the game away right there. We didn't have to worry about it. And Jalen Wright was going straight down. I mean, he was busting big ones all the way down the field. I think he had like – I can't remember his stats, but I'm pretty sure it was close to like – Is that is that Jalen Wright being amazing, or is that just like good setups by our offensive line? Both. 
Uh, both. I mean, I mean, doesn't, I just, have the, doesn't have the speed, you know. Like I, I, I he's pretty like, shifty. Like Evans he's does, pretty. He's pretty know? shifty. He's pretty shifty. Do you think? Do you think that we're I'm becoming? Or, or do you think we're being becoming a little selfish though? That we're. I mean, we've seen mediocre football for so long, and now we're finally seeing the glimpse of great football, and like we've become kind of selfish with it that we just want perfect twenty four seven. No, well, no. Because I have to, I have to keep asking myself that constantly. Because I don't want to get North like. Carolina and Ty Chandler. Oh my god! Like four touchdowns. Who gives? Okay. Who gives a damn? Okay. 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 Who cares? Other transfers. I don't care. Who cares? Solo, Eric Gray. I know if Eric Gray knew Pruitt was getting fired, he would have stayed. Or I know if uh, Ty Chandler knew Pruitt was getting fired, he would have stayed. Because he he left before Pruitt got fired. He just wanted. To I really liked Ty Chandler. Or he'd get used. I really liked him. Yeah. I, I did, did too, and I didn't feel like he liked Pruitt. I did too, I but like that's, that's the only reason I'm different about him. Listen, I, I understand. I agree, but Like, uh, like uh, I like him too, and I said this so many times. I loved his running style. Blah 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 blah. But honestly, I really don't care. Like, I don't care about anyone that's not on the team anymore. Like, I just don't care. So it's like I don't. I don't care. Like, I, I just the dudes we got on the team right now are some dudes, and I don't care about the dudes no. that aren't dudes on our team. Like I just I'm not trying I'm not trying to down our guys. No, oh, I no, no I get you, it. When you get when you get a little more talent in the system, holy crap! Like if we had like, yeah okay uh, okay. So if you're making that point, that's completely fine. Yeah, be, yeah be, that's, that's kind of the point I am making though. I mean, okay, like, well that's that's completely fine. I just like I just hate living in the past. Like oh we could have had this guy. So it doesn't matter. So it's it's irrelevant. But if you're making that point, saying once we get some dudes, yes. Yeah. That makes sense. I got what you were I'm saying, I'm rewatching the game, man. I, I it just turn on right away, and Jalen writes, or I mean, uh, Javante Payton just runs in the end zone right away. It's crazy. <laughs> okay, he, here's one more thing. And it glitched. It glitched. The the entire screen glitched for that first touchdown. So when you oh, go back, yeah. and- what, what, where were y'all watching it at? Because. I, I people were complaining like, oh, we missed the whole first play. Like, literally oh, uh, massive ticker. Yeah, turn to ESPN News. Yeah, Even- the massive ticker at the bottom said ESPN News right now, Tennessee. I know some people Okay, that but channel, if you yeah. if you uh, go back and watch the highlights too, it like the entire screen glitches for that for the first touchdown, even on ESPN's highlights. Oh, really? well, that's weird because mm-hmm. I got it on. Uh, when I posted on channel, it was completely smooth. Like nothing happened. Yeah, that's cool. weird. Yeah, that's completely weird. Well, aren't you cool? Well, no. I'm just saying. I love right. our uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> are those are those most beautiful road uniforms in the those world? Are, those are so the pretty. Orange. I, I don't know how anybody could like the stormtroopers more than the orange britches and the white white jerseys. That, that is literally my favorite uniform combination. My favorite uniform combination is the white jerseys with the orange pants. Yeah, that's that my is, favorite that is of all so of them, good. man. But, but I was terrified we were gonna lose it because, like, uh, that would mean five straight losses in the orange pants. And I think at that point, you never see the orange pants again <laughs> if we lost that game last night. Yeah, so right. thank God we pulled that one out. Josh Heupel so. doesn't mess with. He doesn't believe in like voodoo. those little yeah voodoo curses things. He and thank we God he doesn't. So. It's very hard not to. You, you, you go crazy watching this team for fifteen years. Mm-hmm. I just want to. I just want to point out real quick. Um, this has nothing to do with football at all, but it's uh, during this podcast as we speak. It's four thirty-five. It's almost dark outside. So 
Here we go. Okay, let's uh, be, let, here let, we go. Let me let, let me just tell you about this. Okay. <laughs> so y'all were talking about how you guys were, well, I guess Rainy was partying last night and it's like 159 and it uh mm-hmm. switches back to one. He's like, Oh yeah, more time to party. No. Okay. <laughs> I was at work. So I, I I'm telling you, even as a Tennessee fan, this says a lot, okay? As a Tennessee fan, I've experienced a lot of heartbreak. But I'm telling you, there's probably nothing worse, not a worse feeling, than sitting at work and seeing it be 1.59 a.m. and it go back to 1 a.m. when you know you don't get off till 7 a.m. <laughs> don't get off till 7 a.m. That's funny. It's, it's, not, it's not that bad when you're Did partying. you not know it was coming? Did you forget about it? Okay, that well, you really forgot about it. I could just see Lacey just looking at her clock and like in the background, like the hello dog is my old friend is playing. And she and she's like crying, watching the clock go well, backwards. To answer your question, Austin, I did forget like when I up until like when I went into work and one of my coworkers was like, Gosh, she's really gonna suck working thirteen hours tonight <laughs> instead of twelve. And I was like, Oh my god, is daylight savings time? How do you not get credit uh, for another hour? I mean, that's crazy. But, because that hour doesn't exist. But shouldn't you like know it? Like somehow that means your company's dumb. I don't understand that. Yeah, it's like you can't not get paid for an hour of work. Just then you don't work that hour. Do you do you <laughs> like, remember what? Like, hey, I'm just saying. The one a.m. to one fifty nine. Hey, just, I love my job. Off. I love my job, but you have to remember what state I work in. Mm-hmm. Here in America, we call that illegal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Is Alabama a part of... Alabama should be illegal. I know that. <laughs> well, I think they're still trying to succeed from the from the Union. Last I checked. I thought that was Texas. Texas well, might as well. They've lost four straight football games. Well, they said if Saban wins another title, that they're too embarrassed to be associated with the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's been a fun week, man. My Braves are World Series champions. That happened. Oh, oh we haven't even got to talk about that. It seems yeah. like so long ago. Okay, guys, I will allow this. Okay, I mean, <laughs> I'm not a Braves fan, but I might buy some gear. I'm not sure yet. But guys, not go sure ahead, Un- unleash your happiness because I want to hear something happy. Okay, well, oh, I'm saying I'm going to say this. I'm very happy, very very happy. Like I was at work, mm-hmm. I was pissed off that we lost that one game. Uh, last week because I was off work on Sunday. Yeah, blew it. Yeah, I, yeah, I was off work and I could have celebrated, but then of course I had to work that night and I had to watch it at work and I was literally actively booking someone into jail when Freddie Freeman got that out on first base. So I literally stopped what I was doing to celebrate and I did not care what they what they said because I mean I'm really at the point where I don't care what people judge me when it comes to my sports anymore. And and medicates. <laughs> Hey, I got a backup. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, it's like it's like it's like it's a good thing that I work with with them because it's like we're at a level of I don't judge you and you don't judge me and everybody's happy, you know. And that's I, that, I guess I guess that's why it works. Anyway, um, we gotta work. Okay, but I had to run home and take some medicine because I forgot to take some medicine shortly after the win. And then before I went back to work and I come home and I'm like, my husband is, who was a Georgia Braves, Falcons, everything fan. He was born in 96. So he's never witnessed any top, any of his teams win anything ever. 
I come home and he's bawling like a baby still. This is like <laughs> almost an hour after. Oh, Joseph. And as happy, I mean, like bawling. Like, I mean, he his eyes are like swollen. I'm like, are you crying? And he's like, I've never seen one of my teams win. I love, I love Freddie Freeman. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, so I look at him dead in the eye. And I, again, I'm so happy still, like, regardless, like I'm listening to We Are the Champions driving home to go get my medicine. Like, oh, that's a glorious song. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm on cloud now, but I did look at Dan and I was like, so you're telling me you didn't shed a single tear on our wedding day, but you're bawling your eyes out because the Braves won the World Series. I'm like, well, I don't know whether no, to be he's mad. He's known the Braves longer. I don't, I don't. I don't know whether to be mad or proud. <laughs> I've done the Braves longer. Listen, uh, let, listen, I don't know any of y'all as long as I've known Freddie Freeman. <laughs> yeah, okay, <I'm> close. <laughs> listen, but, but you got to think, Lacey. Listen, I mean, unless your sports franchise just ups and moves, they'll never, you know, never get. They'll never divorce you. They'll never, you know, anything like that. You just you're connected to them, and they never, you know, they're always okay. There. That's taken it a little bit too far. They're always this there. Might, they're always there. Might their no, name. but like I, like I even said, I even <laughs> told him, I was like, I don't know whether to be upset or to be proud because, like, we just both of us just love sports so much, and it's like I don't know whether to be upset that you're crying over this and didn't shed a tear on our wedding day, or if I should be proud that, like, I don't know. But we're both Braves fans. We're both Preds fans. But we differentiate on all of our football teams. But um, speaking of that, uh, this upcoming week is our the week the week pretty much, especially the day of that we divorce for a day because it's the Tennessee Georgia game. And oh. <laughs> I thought you were serious. <laughs> no, we li- we literally no, say we divorce. We literally yeah. like divorce for a day on that game because I, <sighs> I mean, I'm sure you got you guys would never guess. I'm a sore loser when it comes to losing to Georgia for the sole fact of I have to listen to him run his mouth the other 364 days a year. And the past few years have not been so well. One ended up in a viral video. Yes, that was um, hilarious. That's how I found out who you were. <laughs> she and your husband out in the middle of a stadium. Okay, well. That was because, amazing. But Okay, a dirty, a dirty Georgia fan barked at me barked at me with his raunchy ass breath and he didn't take up for me so I was mad and then last year he for some reason I mean I still don't know at the end of the day I mean Cody Kim you know uh, Vol Bandit on Twitter uh, Orange Blossom Special and then Eric a rational UT fan all of them were there with us last year (laughs) at Georgia and I mean for some reason he thought I was going to try to jump off of the jump like onto the team buses and like hurt or do something to myself at Samford. And like he legit, I mean, I don't know why he legitimately thought that, but he did. And then, I mean, it's just a, it was a rough, rough going around. I had some run ins with some Georgia fans, but this year he's convinced he's not going to even sit with me. <laughs> because this would be, five, I mean, the thing about it is, is we met last time we beat Georgia was October 2016. We met November 2016. Yeah. So Tennessee has not beat Georgia since we've been together for five years. Well, so I'm I'm just getting impatient. Listen, well, let Lacey, I love I, I love you and and oh Josephine Joe, your husband Joe, Joseph. I don't love him this week. But but this week is the only week where, you know, 
if he chokes on a chicken tender, I, I, I won't be mad. You know, <laughs> I, I just <laughs> I won't be that upset. But every other week, I love you. I love you so much. Uh, this well, week. <laughs> he's already, no, you don't understand. He's already started this morning. He's already started this morning. I mean, it is Sunday. It's already Sunday, and we've already we've already started rounds. He's like, oh, yes, they have to be just bored of this at this point. I mean, they're blowing everyone out. out okay, but they get okay. It actually started yesterday when the commentators, for once in Tennessee's existence, gave us some credit during the Georgia Missouri game, saying that. Georgia will face the best offense that they've seen all year next week when they play Tennessee. And I was like, wow, look at them giving Tennessee some credit. He's like, they say that every week. Every week we play the best offense, and every week we hold them to under 13 points. And I'm like, you really think that Hennon Hooker, Javante Payton, Vilas Jones Jr., Jalen Hyatt, Cedric Tillman, and all and our whole – and that doesn't even count running backs because, I mean, I don't, I don't see our running game being as big as – our passing game next week, but I was like, you really think that they can't score at least at least 14 points on y'all? And he said, he said, no. He said, you guys will not score more points than uh, the team that scored the most, whoever that Liar! Team Liar! And he, no, he really yeah. believes that. We Liar! We won't beat them, but we, I think we will break 20 points on them. I, okay. I do believe that. Okay. We score at least two touchdowns. All right, so here yeah. we go. It's it's time to make the predictions then, guys. If we're talking about this, let, let's go ahead and, oh, and see what I did there. I loaded into the score oh, prediction. You did. Look at that lead in. Look, look at that like transaction. There you go. See, let's I've see. got this. Talk about my Braves. Oh, okay. Well, time out. Let let Austin talk. I did. I did kind of overshadow that. So let Austin talk. He deserves right. that. Austin, get your get your two minutes of fame here. I man. have been a fan of this team. For 15 freaking years, and they won me a freaking championship. Do you know how happy I was? I I I, I went to my first Braves game before I like I don't think I was five years old when my first Braves game. I, I can I can. There's a video of uh, me watching Freddie Freeman at bat in 2011. Man, I, I've been waiting for so long watching every freaking night on the. When game. I went to my first Brave games, I don't think video cameras were even a thing. No. But, they're just, I, I'm just pointing out how old I am. But anyway, go ahead. Old as shit. Oh, no. Go ahead, Austin. Anyways. He's about to start crying. Champions. My Braves are world champions. That's all I got to say. Your and, uh, have you been, hey, Austin, have you been please just see, like. Please Freddie Freeman. That's it. Have you, Austin, have you just been like throughout the week, you'll be just doing the most random things and like. You'll just be sitting there, like, I'll be, like, writing something, and then it'll just, like, pop into my head, like, the Braves won a World Series, and then I get all, like, excited again and, and just, like, freak out, have, like, a mini freak out. Then I get back to what I'm doing, and then, like, 30 minutes later, I'll be like, oh, my God, the Braves won the World Series. And then I'll be, like, all excited again because it pops into my head at random moments. So I probably look really freaky, like, just sitting there doing something and randomly <laughs> smiling really big. It's just, but It's just crazy. <laughs> you always expected them to choke eventually. Like, they were going to find a moment – Wait, 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 son. Mr. Freezing Cold Takes. Who? Who said they were going to go to the World Series? Say it again, Austin. Go and say it again to everyone listening. Franny called that we'd be world champions. Let me clap for why you not? Why'd you not bet on it? You would have made a lot of money. Well, I because at the beginning of the season, that. at the beginning of the season, he said 
uh, he tweeted out on April Fool's Day as he claimed. Yeah, that's that, right. April that, Fool's. <laughs> as that the Braves would choke again in the um in the World Series. So You know, you know the biggest freezing cold take of that whole entire freezing cold take is that freezing cold take took the bait from my freezing cold take that wasn't actually a freezing cold take and they got freezing cold take by their own damn brand because it's April Fools. Suck it. Suck it. All right, guys, final scores. Georgia, Tennessee, what you got? Austin, what do you got? Um, you know. <laughs> He's already talked himself into an upset. I haven't quite. <laughs> no, we're not upsetting Georgia. No, no, no. No, we're not doing it. It's that. only Sunday. Give him a few days. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Georgia 34, Tennessee 21. I hate that prediction because it's so boring. Okay. Okay. Lacey? Um, I'm going to go 38-17. Georgia? Yeah. So you guys ready for this? You guys ready? Tennessee beats Georgia 32-31 to 31 on a two-point conversion to close out the game. You have smoked a lot of crack today, Rainey. That's happening. Write it down. Mark it down. 32. You you really you literally predicted the win like okay through going throughout the season. At the beginning of the season, you were very wrong. But when it came to the ga- actual games, you've predicted every single game right so far. You really like win or loss, you haven't predicted a score right. Hey, hey, re- rewind yourself just a tad. What did you just you predict oh. almost every game right? Woo-hoo. You have <laughs> no no at the very beginning of the season, like your preseason prediction when you made your list, you were very wrong. But when we go on, on the podcast, you've been right. Like you predicted that we'd lose a, a, a tough point to Ole Miss. You predicted, I mean, you've been accurate. You okay, said, so I'm going to be accurate this week, I'm, all right? 32 I'm, to 31 Tennessee Volunteers. But I'm saying you, uh, Rainey, you, are you sure? Wow. That is it. That's the score. Okay, I mean, I'm okay. I mean, it's I mean if, you gonna, if you're going to speak it into existence, I'm perfectly okay with it. That's the score. Like no. you, 32, 31. Are you, you coming? Know. Are you coming down? Are you going to the where? game? The game. If I, get, if I got tickets, yeah. So you're going to the Tennessee Georgia game. Sure. Okay, because I'm gonna say if you're gonna predict this upset, you better. Come. I knew Austin was going, and enough. Obviously, I'll be there. 32, so 31. Yes. You know. And then we burn Knoxville to the ground because we. This does line oh up. Oh my God! Don't get don't get my hopes up, Rainy. I swear to God. It is a sleeper game. It is a sleeper game. Thirty-two, thirty-one. Because the offense they haven't seen before. This is de- I, we can definitely hold their offense slightly in check. Their offense, their offense isn't as. They just have such an elite defense that the, it makes their offense look okay. They're. I'm not. They're. They've got a couple fast receivers that we'd have to worry about but uh, you also have to worry about their quarterbacks getting it to them i mean i'm just not impressed with their quarterbacks okay i'm gonna list a couple of stupid reasons why I think. but their defense is just they've so never seen an offense like ours they've never seen an offense like ours we can hold their offense in check we can our, our defense is not that great but we can hold them in check georgia 
is do a game where they just completely crap the bed. <clears throat> they always find Ooh, like 2019 they, South Carolina. Yeah. We could be 2019 South Carolina. 1831. Except with uh, more <laughs> points. All right. Who catches? Yeah. Uh, what is the one conversion? What? Tell me the play. Tell me the two point conversion. Are you just saying big, big ball? Oh, no. It's, it's... goes for two to win it instead of going to overtime? Yeah. yeah. He goes straight to win it and it's Hinton Hooker. I think that'd be smart, honestly. Hinton Hooker. Five seconds left. It's Hinton Hooker, QB draw right up the middle. Touchdown. 33 31. Balls. Oh. That's it. That's how it ends. All right. We'll see. Right. We'll find out. We'll I'll find see, out. See wow. y'all Saturday. All Number right, one game in the country. Let's do it. Peace out, homies. Oof. Bye, Eric. <laughs> Bye, Eric. <laughs>